What's going on, everybody? Um, sorry for the uh, sorry for the wait. Uh, things got delayed a little bit. Um, had some uh, had some family stuff. Had some family stuff uh, that I was dealing with, like last last minute dad stuff. Um, just waiting on just waiting on Rory to uh, be able to like uh, step into the speaker's space. Um, Rory, let me know if there's any uh, if you're having any trouble here. But I sent you the uh, the invitation to hop up into the uh, the, the speaker's spot. Um, which you should be able to do as a co-host of the show. Um, like you're, you're set up as a co-host, so it should allow you to, um, should allow you to, to hop up. Anyway, <clears throat> Rory and I uh, wanted to have a, a conversation tonight um, about a, a, a about a topic that we're finding. Uh, I don't know. Like last time around, last week we talked about um, men who are, are lonely, especially over the holidays, and that you know, like seasonal depression is a thing. Um, turns out not to be true, uh, that the, uh, the suicide rate, um, spikes, uh, around the holidays, but it is very true that, uh, many men report loneliness and, uh, you know, it's pretty unfortunate, but the other side to that though, is that it seems that there's just like ongoing, I don't know, like a war almost, um, and the, 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 the problem that I'm finding, at least like when I. I don't know, like I, I look at people's tweets, I see like TikTok videos go up, I see YouTube videos, and I usually don't, I, I don't try to take the internet's word for anything, but it is a problem that uh, a lot of women are reporting that uh, they're having a hard time with guys that don't want to take them seriously in a relationship, like they're not trying to have a serious relationship with them. And I remember way back in the early to mid 2000s this was a thing that a lot of guys talked about um from the other side was that uh they would like hang out with women um they might like uh you know like be their like emotional support partner they might um talk about all the things that they were insecure about or insecure about that made them upset and so on but when it came time to actually find somebody that they wanted to be in a long-term relationship with um, they weren't taken seriously, and they called that the friend zone. They got put into the friend zone, and, and very rightly so. A lot of people responded pretty harshly to that, saying, "Well, you, you don't just put friendship coins into women. It's not like a it's not like a vending machine where you put friendship coins in, and a sexual relationship pops out. It doesn't work that way." And uh, I, I think, yeah, it's it's you need to work out a conversation about like, all right, so if you if you find that you're not actually getting relationships even if the relationship that you have with guys goes beyond like just plain platonic friendship even if it is sexual the problem is that no relationship materializes out of that well the unfortunate thing is it's just not something that you're entitled to and i don't know that that really says anything about the guys about uh, the guys are just like straight up fuck boys even though a lot of us are um but it, it, it i think it says something about what it is that people expect when they get into any kind of like a, a relationship, whether it's like a, a friendship relationship, whether it's a sexual relationship, if it's a, you know, like an exclusive monogamous relationship to the exclusion of all others, like you're together, you're an item, you call each other partners or boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. It's not necessarily guaranteed. Um, it's not supposed to be, it's not guaranteed for anybody. No, anyway, I mean, I, I, I've, you know, as, as somebody with one girl in my, in my life, uh, uh, Mary, mother of God, I pledge myself. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, this is obviously not an issue that I've ever had to deal with. Um, but no, I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, I think that we are, I, I think that it, certainly at least in the last 40 years, but really heightening in the last 10 to 15, we've seen sort of a dissolution of, of sort of the way the traditional structure of relationships. And that is, you know, I think come in, in tandem with a change in people's economic outlooks, the way that people live their lives, um, mm -hmm. uh, a change in community. And, and that is, has, like I said, come in tandem with a change in how relationships work. And I think that we're at a stage now where nobody really knows exactly how to, to navigate modern relationships. And I, I don't think they're really in so much as there ever was a, a traditional way to navigate a relationship and to deal with a relationship and to, and to understand a partner uh, in this sense, or, or sort of to, to, enter into a dating pool and to have these expectations that has definitely changed. Right. And, and I think that that's both men and women are dealing with that in different ways. But I think that just given the way that discourse kind of is, and given the way, given the sort of dynamics of Twitter and, and sort of the social space and media space, it, it doesn't really get talked about from the male perspective as much. I don't think. Right. So, that. no, I, 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 I do kind of get that. Um, so what I want to do is, uh, you know, we, we can we can sort of start off on that topic. I, I do want to take questions from people. I, I mean, it doesn't have to be like your own situation. Uh, but, you know, I, I am very interested in hearing other people's opinions. And, and as much as I love my buddy Rory here, um, I don't want to like, dude, I just I don't want to just talk to you about this because we bat ideas back and forth between each other all the time. So. I don't want to have us like create an echo chamber. I, I actually you know, I, I am generally interested in hearing yeah. people's point of view on this. No, I, I think that we should maybe um, structure though a little more this time. I'm thinking like, sure, sure. I mean, so where, where do you think we should start? Um, like to kind I, of, I've, I think, uh, I mean, the place to start is okay. Is what are, what are your experiences like in that area? Like, have you had like shitty experiences? Um, and what, what is it that is like, wh what's missing? What is it that people are expecting that's not happening? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, for me personally, you know, I'm a free bird, as they say. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a man of the road. I, I'm a yeah. rolling stone. Yeah. Um, well, no, I but... mean, we, we, well, us Jamaicans do have a, a, a name called, like, there's a, a, there's a thing that we call people called roadman. Um, it's not a good thing. Definitely not a good thing. You don't want to be, you don't want to be called a roadman. Yeah, man, man of the road. You're like a, a traveling road, yeah. salesman. Yeah. God. All right. It's like, yeah, going door to door selling. Uh... Yeah. But I, I think that at least for me, as somebody, you know, I live in New York City, uh, beautiful, beautiful Brooklyn. Um, there is a real kind of a question because there, there's a certain level of transience, right? That most people have where partially because we can't, nobody here can really afford an apartment. Or like mm -hmm. before to purchase like long term living, unless we decide to go to New Jersey, uh, which you know, stay tuned. <laughs> um, there's there's always this sort of question of like, well, where is this relationship going, right? And and where are you know, like, how do we you know express these sorts of opinions? And and especially in a professional setting, you know, 
because so much of our lives now are tied up with careers, it's like, well, how exactly are we, you know, who is, who's going to have to take the career hit? Uh, is it men? Is it the man or is it the woman? Right. And traditionally that was always something that was taken on by the women. Women would take career hits, mm -hmm. but now that's not so much that's, that's not clear, which I think is a good thing. Right. I mean, obviously like, you know, with women more career motivated, like there's, you're not going to have, like, it's not just going to be assumed that you're going to give up your position to follow your husband if he has a career change. But then at the same time, that's always sort of a sword that hangs over you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that's my sort of take on. Okay. So I, I guess I, I'm a little bit uh, curious about the, um, yeah, I, I'm curious about the, um, the, the career hit angle that you're talking about. Like why, why, why is the career hit relevant? Well, for example, like if I get a job, you know, at a different law firm, Right. Let's right. say I decide to go to ONG, oil and gas, and I want to move down to Houston. Mm -hmm. I would never do this, by the way. Uh, or <laughs> Dallas, right? Uh, no, maybe a different look. No, I mean, like, look, I, when I say I don't mean there's Texas, nothing I wrong mean, with Dallas. There's nothing wrong. I do like Dallas a lot. Uh, yeah. Houston, no, that's you're not going to guess me dead in Houston. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. No way, Jose. Um, but, you know, if, if I'm going to move down to Houston and let's say my wife uh, works for, uh, you know, a, a company here in New York, a media company, let's say, mm -hmm. maybe there's not a, me a real media market in Dallas, right? I and mean, there is, obviously, as it is like a midsize or like a large American city, but like, um, it's, it's just not exactly the same, right? It, it's like she's going to have to take a hit to move down if we're going to move to Dallas. Right. And, you know, and, and that, that goes for a number of careers. You're not necessarily going to end up in the same, not every market is going to be exactly the same. Right. And so that has to be mm -hmm. something that you and your partner discuss. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so should I pass up on that career opportunity to stay in New York? Where, or should she pass up on her career opportunities to move to Dallas? And, you know, there's economists have come up, I think, with like some kind of way of like calculating value in pure dollar amounts to determine who should give up what. And it's it's just it's like, but that that's not, you know, that that's you're sort of boiling it down to, to numbers. Right. When in reality, this is a more complicated question, I think. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Um... All right. The first question I'll take, uh, sorry to skip over you there, uh, to Bodros, but, uh, I haven't seen, uh, Monica up here before. Oh, oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. I haven't seen Monica up here before. Um, so I, I do want to, um, take her question first, but feel free to like hop right back into the queue. Um, cause I, I do want to, yeah, there you go. Um, Monica, you can go ahead and unmute. Hey, Monica. Uh, the button is in the lower left hand corner. I'm gonna hit that on mute button. Okay. Hey. Hey. Hi, Q. Wait, how did I go? Oh, I know you guys. I came in late, and I think you guys were talking about um, relationship. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just in the sense that uh, a lot of I, I don't know. I find um, I've found that a lot of women are expressing like dissatisfaction with the fact that 
they're not getting fulfilling relationships, they might be like, even like dumping time, energy, possibly even money um, into guys that they're interested in, but they don't end up with like, they don't end up with the, the monogamous relationship with a future that they want. You know, they end up, um, and oftentimes they, they feel to, like they they are wasting their time. They go to Chili's, and then you know, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to bottom of like, bottom you know, a PlayStation Five, you know. Yeah, I and it's think. like we're going Dutch on on a Chili's date. Oh, sorry, continue. I think, well, you know, I don't think it's just women. I, you know, maybe this is changing a little bit, but I know that I have been observing at least in the last ten years that people' expectation of relationship. Was was a bit, you know, unrealistic. You know, they they kind of like have these expectations, and I think that tends to it, I tend to see that more often on like high achievers type of individuals. You know, the upper middle classes and stuff. The working people it's also kind of hard on them because they're always arguing about the money and everything. But I do think like attitudes about, you know, what a real person out here, <laughs> what we can do in a 24 hours is is a little unrealistic, you know? Well, yeah, nobody has time for anything besides like burning themselves out at work and then coming right. home, I think maybe working... like ordering DoorDash and then vegging out in front of the TV <laughs> till they fall asleep. Right, right, yeah. And I think like, I, I'm, I'm gonna give myself as an example. I had trouble, you know, having a good relationship for a long time because I was like, I just can't do it. I cannot be a good cook at home plus work forty over forty hours plus do everything else. I had to pick and choose. I mean, um, and and I think that makes people unhappy until I find, finally I find somebody who doesn't even mind if if I cannot cook, I cannot cook. <laughs> Oh, what are we gonna do? And yeah. I think people just have to take it easy and have a little book, a little bit of compassion uh, with for your partner if you want to make it work. If you ha- want to have a uh, like attachment and a consistent partner, at least somebody who make you important, right? Now, if somebody maybe that just still want to have multiple partners, then. Maybe that's not the right person for you, right? <laughs> because I see that a lot also. And if you're not the kind of person who can go along with that sort of arrangement. Well, I, then... I do find, I, I find that yeah. people are a lot more open with the idea of like poly relationships. And listen, like, you know, like uh, whatever everybody wants to do as far as like what happens in the relationship, completely their own business. But I do find that there are people that, um, get into poly relationships but are not really clear on like what are the actual rules of it and oftentimes aren't even like totally comfortable like i'm not gonna be like i'm not i'm not one of those people that like puts down poly relationships because again like tweets their own whatever everybody's up to is really none of my business but uh yeah i i just i find that like some people say that they're pressured into it and i think some people maybe they do feel pressure, but they kind of like accede to something that they may not even want. I see this on like, like the Reddit relationships forums all the time. And it's, it's, it's both men and women that do this. Like they'll agree. Okay. Yeah, sure. We can open up the relationship or even worse. We can open up the relationship because like, I want to go and like, you know, see what's out there. But then like one of them becomes like really successful at it. And then the other one isn't. So it's like, Oh shit, hang on a second. Like 
my partner is getting way more getting way more action than I am. Um, this fucking sucks. And they're right. enjoying it. I'm not really enjoying this anymore. So I, I do see those like those pitfalls. Yeah, and that's gonna create another set of problems. I don't even think that's a way to go. Um, I might have old fashioned views on this, but <laughs> it's gonna die no, I, <laughs> too much. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Like, and, and yeah, I'm I'm honest. Like, I I definitely think that I I'm very much a skeptic on open relationships. I don't really like I've. I keep hearing people online telling me it works. And then I, every time I have a friend that does it, it doesn't work. Right. Every, every real experience I have with somebody I know on like a first name basis that, that tries it does not work out. Right. And so, yeah, exactly. It's like, theoretically it works, but practically, eh, you know, I, I agree with Q on that where it's, Especially in relationships where there is a, a a sort of a difference, right? There's there's a real difference between like in attractiveness or you know charisma between partners. It, it just doesn't work out as well, and and it and it can create issues that sort of compound down the line, right? It's like even if you decide to like close off your relationship again, it's there's this sort of underlying sense that you know there's been a sort of betrayal right Right. there's a sort of sense and you always keep that in mind and you know in terms of whether that this is the the norm for most of human history it's like okay Uh, here's the thing monogamy has not been the norm throughout human history that's just well no no i mean that's what it's not it hasn't been the norm but at the same time also it's like you know it's traditionally it's it's very rare it's mostly monogamy like I'm a well, I don't know. Monogamy have not been the norm for a long time, but I do think like for what we know for what do you call it, polygamy, right? What we know about it. At least I grew up in Africa where, you know, men have multiple wives and everything like that. And I always saw how some of the wives are always, you know, they have this rivalry, you know, they always kind of like always maybe gossipy, which is normal for human, right? But it's always one of them who never happy. And that's just great unnecessary resentment, you know, that could be avoided, oh, yeah. you know. I mean, that's, the, the word is like, it's like seraglio politics, right? Is is sort of the term for like in the Ottoman era where it's like, you know, different wives of like the, the sultan would like, you know, conspire against each other, would like... I mean, again, a lot of times marriage, at least traditionally, was much more political than it is today. That's, I think, something else that sort of, you know, it was a more of a political and economic arrangement than what we have currently. Like, I, it's much rarer that you have, you know, families sealed together in the same way that traditionally you would have, right? Mm. You know, when, as like an institution of marriage, I mean, for example, like, one of the most common norms in human history is dowries and dowries don't really exist anymore outside of, mm-hmm. you know, South Asia and, and a little bit in China. Um, but, you know, that culture, you know, traditionally in Europe, dowries were a very important part of a marriage, which don't exist anymore. Right. So the, you know, to go back and say, well, this is not the norm for human history. Well, true, but also, you know, the internet is, is, not the norm right like we live 
the current, you know, the fact that we're able to communicate with people all across the world is not instantly is not a norm of human history. And, and so how we navigate relationships is is going to have to change. Right. And I think it will have to start with, you know, people, you know, adjusting the expectation of what a really normal human at least in the context that we live right now, can really achieve or can really do. You cannot expect to have a partner who is always happy um, and always have everything per- just perfect. And at the same time, they have a lot of other demands. I think the pressure of the this capitalist system, I think, has destroyed um, what a healthy couple can even experience, I think, I, I think that could be part of the problem, you know. Well, I think it's it's a mix. I would say both of of sort of the the economic system. This is getting way too political, honestly. But uh, you gotta you gotta roll me in here, Q. But I, I think it's no, also no, no, just no, a, a it's change too late. in it's too late. Yeah. No, but it's. I would say even more even more than that. It's a change in what people expect out of. Right. Again, you know, arranged marriages in the West are no longer a thing, even though traditionally arranged marriages were quite common. Right. You know, the the idea that you're what we enter into a relationship for is starting to change quite a bit. And even and the way that we live our lives now is is so much more different. Right. So that is obviously going to have an impact on on how we relate to each other. And I, I want to bring back because you, you pointed out, you know, you know, you have like you're like obviously like, you know, you're you're working, you know, you're you're trying to like not only juggle a relationship and work, but also, you know, the sort of demands that are traditionally associated with a relationship. I, I'm assuming that you're a a, a female a woman yeah a woman uh, yeah. yeah you gotta cook <laughs> exactly yeah yeah i had i had a oh, oh boy whoa whoa whoa, whoa 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 no, we weren't trying to assume all that no 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 but I, would tell you, okay. I had a boyfriend who had the nerve to tell me oh monica your house is so messy i'm like <laughs> what do you want me to do i i just gotta clean it you know like you know that sort of thing. I don't know if men still do that, but I had a guy who actually they want to date me no more. <laughs> they want to be with me no more. <laughs> like, plus, I was a single mom, right? Which it was yeah. even harder. Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, if you're, yeah, if you're a single mom, like your house is just going to be messy. It's just, it's it's just, just yeah, it, it just is. Like, and and, yeah. and exactly, it is like unrealistic expectations people have right. going into relationships, and and that's like you know a traditional. Again, that's a traditional gender role, which I just don't think can really exist in a modern era the same way, right? right? You can't expect somebody to like do all of the homemaking, all of the cooking, all of the cleaning, maintain right. all the stuff, raise kids, while also working a full-time job, right? right? You're going to have to split those. And and to be quite honest with you, those are, are duties that even that prior to the Industrial Revolution would have been split more equally amongst both partners, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the idea that, you know, we, for example, in, in at least this society, we consider 18 sort of the age of majority, right? Once you reach mm-hmm. 18, there are all these additional adult expectations which are laid on you. But at least in Europe, for example, uh, 13 mm-hmm. or at 11 and 12 were the age in which you would be considered to maybe not fully an adult, 
but you were considered, uh, you were at a, you were entered into a, a series of expectations that had, you know, exceeded what you were when you were a child, right? It's very funny, like when you watch medieval movies and they're like, oh, look at this boy. And it's like a guy who's 19. And you're like, eh. <laughs> by the time he's 19, like he's been considered a man for at least seven years, right? Once you mm-hmm. have your first communion, right? Traditionally in the Catholic church, at least, uh, you are considered a an adult, right? You know, for example, like one thing you would do as a man is you'd take part in a manhunt, right? And that would happen once you turn 12. Right. Uh, in Jewish, in the Jewish tradition, it's uh, bar mitzvah, I believe 13, right? I'm not right. I'm I sure. Think so. Yeah, 13. 13. So you see that the, you know, these traditionally, you are not expected, like a mother is not expected to raise a child as hands-on after the age of 12 or 13 as she is today, right? Where she's expected, mm-hmm. you know, up until 18 to continue to provide. Right. And, and so these are you know, changes that historically would not, these, these roles would have been much more equalized, but starting kind of in the industrial revolution and and definitely in the post-war period, you begin to see much more strict division of labor, right? But that was only something that existed for a very short period of time. And now we're starting to see more, uh, you know, less division, right? Parents are now splitting things apart and that is running into these gender norms right and so you're absolutely right there right and you know what and you know that's the thing about relationship and it might seem like something i'm joking about it now but i remember when guys would say stuff like that to me who trying to date me and they tell you something it kind of hurt your feelings it make you feel you know kind of like bad about yourself you know that you can't have it together <laughs> or you know they think that you less that you know they can find better so that's why the, the what i was saying about the expectation of what you know a partner could be is like measure they have all these things in the list and if you don't add up then you know they kind of go away and I think that's why relationship I think the expectation are too high I'm, I may be wrong on this but that's my what I, I, think. I don't I, I don't think so I, I think that I think that both we're, we're in a situation now uh, I think overall and I, I don't know if Q agrees with me on this where I, I think that both sides in, in especially heterosexual relationships are going in with fundamentally different ex are, are going in, I think with fundamentally unrealistic expectations. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, with men, I think it's, it's definitely like, I want a wife who is both financially stable and also a, a complete homemaker, which is rare. You're not really going to get that as much. Right. Yeah. And we well, <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's also qualify what's meant by financially stable, because I think some people take that to mean, like financially stable is that like you're financially successful, and I don't know that that's necessarily true for a lot of guys. I, I, it's more so that like your bills are paid on time, like you're not coming in with like onerous amounts of student loan debt and like terrible credit from poor financial decisions. Like you're you're at least like stable. You've you've made good decisions um, financially, or at least like you're not coming in with like financial wreckage behind you, whether by choice or by circumstance. It, but uh, I, I do find um, 
at least when I like when I talk to women and uh, talk about what like, what it is that they think that men are looking for, and a lot of them seem to think that like guys are looking for like somebody who's like highly educated and has like a you know like a um, an illustrious career. Like they're looking for, like they, they think that men are looking for like the power couple dynamic, and we're not really. But what about some men? Some guys are, but I would say like by and large we're not. But a lot of people have a student loan, so you see, that's what I mean by expectations. Oh, no, no. When I say, I I didn't just say have student loans, onerous student loans, or like have like a tremendous amount of student loans that they have no hope of paying off, that kind of thing. Like you've got your like PhD in sociology, but you don't have a teaching job and you're like 150 Gs in debt, something like that. Right. And and you see, and that's another societal pressure that put on people. And now those women and men can find maybe they compare their pseudo partners because, you know, uh, they just don't want to, you know, take in the debt, right? See, that's that sort of thing. And it's going to like, yeah, I hope we can turn, I hope they can turn this around because that's really unfair. What if it's a wonderful woman or a wonderful man who have everything, but you know, then they have mom and dad who can pay the colleges, and they have that the society told them that they had to take the student loan, right? So they could mm-hmm. be whatever. And now it's gonna buy fire on them. You see what I mean? Um, and that's why you know when the right wing say like, oh, you know, we have we need to have people having children and all this. I'm like, how they gonna do it? Look at all these things. Um, I just think that. Actually, there's a lot going on. I don't think that people just don't want to commit or they don't want to be in a good relationship. I just think, like, um, there's a lot of other things other than love that's kind of, like, keeping people apart or people being scary to commit to a relationship because, you know, these other things. That's, yeah, that's there's, there's a multitude of reasons why. Um, I would actually, I would be interested to hear like you know what people think that uh, those reasons happen to be. Um, but I do want to say thanks, Monica, for yeah, thanks, you know Monica. thanks for the chat and for your question. And also, um, if you if yeah, another question like pops up, feel free to to rejoin the queue. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, don't Thank yeah don't you. feel like just because you've yeah. oh, no worries. Yeah, don't feel like just because you've like popped into the queue once, it doesn't mean that you can't come back again. Oh, okay. I will. I will. And uh, no, my phone may die, but I'm gonna keep listening. All right, sounds good. Yeah, right. Thanks, 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 Monica. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, to go right. to, to go to, yeah. to go to what you're saying about the question about the questions of why this happened. Okay, I'm just going to start with what I think is probably one of the most blunt uh, answers. I think that not the all the answers, but one answer. And I will admit, this is me speaking from my perspective. So just keep that in mind. I think part of it is, and you brought up the whole like people having different expectations one thing that everyone doesn't like to say is that both sides have very unrealistic physical standards for each other and that's the one thing no one wants to say out loud because of how it makes you sound i think we can okay. and that's one of the I, things I think, yeah I, I mean i'll i'll agree with that but i think that people have unrealistic physical standards um yeah and that's why i get so annoyed when i hear when we were like saying like why well, I want a man who has X, Y, and Z traits, like I have, I you know 
money and all these things, I get annoyed because I look at them and I'm like, you could find that guy, but we both know why you didn't get with that guy. You're just not attracted to both those guys. And also, let's be real, the guys who have the money, who work in the fields they're in, who have those things, who have like the resources, whatnot, but are very good looking, they're not going to fucking settle. It's, it's to use the blunt, to use the simplest examples, it's like hunting for a rare Pokemon. You're, it's going to take some time. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, any other I just, way to uh, describe it. Here's, yeah. here's my, my takeaway on this. Cause the thing I've noticed is that, and I think there's somebody in the, the chat. Yeah. Tired Allison. I think that that's the idea that it's like, Oh, like, because I know that Q, you're going to say, well, you know, men aren't really looking for all these certain things. They're, I, I genuinely feel like there is actually a disconnect between genders on this, where I think both sides are saying, oh, like, you don't have to be super attractive. You just have to be like a normal person that's not awful. And okay, I, I have on, to call on bullshit both, on that uh, statement. Not yours. No, no, I, hear it, I, I hear it on both sides. No, I, I, I don't think it's necessarily... No, I'd call entire bullshit on it because it's like, okay, if it was that low of standard, I want you to find a guy who looks like Louis Anderson and marry him. No, then shut up. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do definitely think that there is a, a disconnect. I think that people, because again, like, how do we, how do we recognize, or how do we decide what the other gender's preferences are outside of ourselves? I mean, there's no. I don't. Like, I just had a certain. Well, no, I'm just saying, but like, there's no like pew research poll right that like that i don't aggregates... go research i go by my libido if i find you attractive i'll try if i don't i don't uh, uh, no but I, I i'm not the point i'm trying to say is that there's no the only way we can understand what the other genders expectations are is to experience that firsthand but that's always going to be bias right yeah there's i mean how I like I, I get what you're saying, but for me, my experience with dealing with, you know, women's perspectives on it, I always have gotten two different ones, but they're, but they've been around each other so they can bounce off each other, which is, you know, the whole like weird Jack and Jill, weird trad view. And then the more independent, I can build them out. I don't need a guy, but if I want you, you know, and I've seen both of those side by side and I've gotten older and I've realized the independent industrious women who like, you know, handle all the shit on their own, like even being a parent, they turned out way better than a lot of women who were like trying to find a guy to marry and settle down. And the reason why is because like, again, this is what I see. The guys who tend to have the money to like settle down in the more traditional sense, they either already come from that money or there's always some other factor. It's not, you get what I'm trying to get at here? To an extent, but I look. I the way I look at it, um, and my, my kind of take on it is this: that I, I I just think that we there so much of this gender discourse is just two sides. It's like two ships, like kind of passing each passing other. Passing in the night. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 like, no, 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 no. You got it. You got. No, no. It, let me finish. Okay. It's it's two ships passing in the night, right? It's like, well, when I talk to women, they want this. But then, you know, they expect this. And then women, you have, well, when I talk to men, uh, they expect this. And it's just yes, like, yeah, yeah it's just how much like, have you ta- how much have you communicated with each other to know what is actually wanted? Exactly. On the other side? Yeah. And, and so okay. it's silly. It's, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But then and so what it en- what ends up happening? is The hell is that? 
um, the, the that point, came from you. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Me, uh, no, and and so the the point I'm trying to say here is that you know you can say like, well, no, actually, but it's like, well, the thing is, like, there there are just as many women who will have the exact opposite opinion of you, and and you can't you can never come to a common ground on that, right? Because it's just true, absolutely experience. true. So, like, I, I think the idea that there there should be a certain amount of like, look, okay. All, all puts aside, right? We have to figure out, like, looks are important, right? I, I don't think that the idea that somehow a romantic relationship, I, I, I don't buy on either side that either men don't care about looks or that women I don't, don't believe that anybody about. doesn't care about looks. And anyone no, saying no. they're not conforming to societal norms is a liar. It's like men can be ugly. They just need to be good humans. Nah, like, like, mm. horse shit. How, horse shit. No, 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 come on. Um... No, 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 this is why I say horseshit. This is exactly why I say horseshit. And and Q will probably know where I'm coming from on this. If you go to a lot of like interse- inter like a lot of black communities, if that were true, there would not be as many motherfuckers like you'd see on those like like weird manosphere forums. There are so many forums full of guys the, that the the hold on. The weird manosphere forums, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you are like disproportionately populated by a lot of dudes that feel like they were I was going to get to that cast aside by the rest of the community for being I'm going to get to that not not black I'm and going to get I, to yeah. that but okay. thank you for finishing that point I was going to get to that point mm-hmm. uh Nick Nick Nicky no sapiosexuality is not a thing uh but yeah you're right they all have that thing but the thing is is like if all you had to be was a good person, yeah, that that also wouldn't be a thing. But also, there's the other factor of there's a lot of guys who just a lot of guys out here who are just sort of like floating from between different women. Like I am right now, I'm kind of in a weird situation where like uh, I have different women in my life for you know different intimate capacities you get what i'm saying here not really no my life is a harem anime moving on (laughs) (laughs) all right there connie carl um but the the finish of what i'm trying to say is is like i just don't buy it when people say looks don't matter because you look i don't think anyone's saying looks don't matter i think what people are saying is that um i don't think okay I don't think that people are uh, truthful about what they mean, or I don't think people are truthful about like what it is that they're looking in a partner, looking for in a partner looks wise, because frankly, I think when people say what their desires are out loud, they might be accused of being shallow or whatever. Uh, yeah. Like how, like, like how Alex is saying it's a red flag. At the same, at the same time, I'm also not, I, yeah, I'm not really convinced and I've never been convinced of the idea that like people who don't pass a certain look standard um, are like they're settled down and happy because they like for guys, especially because they have money. That's, I mean, just even looking at like my own friends circle, but also, I mean, just like people broadly, I, I don't think same, same here, same here. Yeah. Cause like all the guys I know who are married, even the, like, I guess ones women would generally say aren't the best looking ones. 
the ones who are so, married. Hey, there's like a. There, are you yeah, like in a room where other people are? Yeah, yeah, someone yeah, watches yeah, CNN. <laughs> that is okay. That is so but that's the thing. People are saying like, "Oh, you got to look past the superficial. You have no guarantee." Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Monica, are you there? Okay, maybe not. I'm not sure where that sound is being piped in from. Well, it ain't on my end because I'm in a room by myself. Okay, yeah, that's strange. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. But the thing I say, like, I, I hate how people are trying to say, ooh, let's like look, let's forget about these things when they're just like, they don't, we're not going to lie ourselves about it. We know we're not going to lie to ourselves about it. And I really wish they wouldn't. That's why, and I know they're not going to because I don't know if you saw this book that was re- recently. Uh, I, I think you guys should probably do uh episode on it maybe it was a book called the uh the case against the sexual revolution it was by i can't remember the name of the woman but it's by a woman author and basically basically it's the argument she makes is it's bad because guys still got to enjoy it every which way but they also got to be sad and they're still sad they're still overworked like blame capitalism for that that's not The no, I, I, no, I know the it. I know the book that you're talking about. Um, uh, I don't who was the? Uh, I, I, I don't, think it was. I, I think it was. Uh, I think. Okay, I might be. Wrong, but the fact that you're saying it like that lets me know you're not confident in stance. Moving on. No, it's all good. Well, I, I do want also. I also want to like want to make sure that we uh, get to other callers yeah, we as well. So, yeah, same rule applies. You know, thank thanks be for real. the uh, no problem. Yeah, thanks for the question, but um, <laughs> and you know, feel free to hop back in the queue. Um, you know, as long as we have time, we'll we'll come back around to you. Yeah. Michael, what's up, buddy? Hey, I do. Sorry, it was a. Uh, I think it was Louise Perry that wrote that book, if I'm not mistaken. That is a, uh, um, uh, the case against the sexual revolution. All right, what's up, Michael? I'll take your word for it. Um, I was just um, uh, listening to the conversation there, and I was thinking about um Gabor Mate. You know his um, his uh, yeah, yeah, his yeah. book. Yeah, and he has this thing where he goes into how there's this conflict between authenticity and um, the other one. <laughs> What's the other one? Uh, authenticity and... In authenticity? I guess so. I can't believe I forgot <laughs> that. I, I forgot to put that, that in my notes for what I was going to say. But anyway, so yeah. um, but he, he was saying that basically we always have to, you know... Um, he was talking oh, sorry. about problems okay. with I haven't I haven't read the book, by the way. I, I think you're... Are you referring to the myth of normal? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I haven't read it. It's on my list, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah, no, it's um I'm working my way through it and it's it, it's a thing where he's talking about the the the, the problem with ch- parent child relationships where like the, the parent doesn't respond to the child's needs and thus the 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 child has to uh, sublimate their own needs and it's authenticity versus like connection or something like that, acceptance, acceptance, right? So mm-hmm. Uh, so the child dials down their own emotions to um, to form connections, right? And he said, like, that's just something that shows up at that place in childhood, but also shows up all over in culture. And it just kind of strikes me. And I'm not the first person that said this or anything. I was watching another video about this. But um, people saying that, like, the process of dating is very inauthentic. You know, you're you're always having to. It is. I mean, dating is fundamentally unauthentic because it's almost like you're on a job interview and you're putting your best foot forward. Like you're trying to make yourself appear as desirable as you can for somebody else. So yeah, you're on your best behavior, and then 
Oh, sure. You know, the real but, you I comes mean, out like maybe, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just more so than it used to be, like through the electronic medium. Like, for example, um, mm. like I remember dating before there were dating apps. <laughs> and what would happen was that you would meet someone and you would have some sort of chemistry or something like that. And you would meet again, you would find out things about each other. And you wouldn't necessarily know that you matched all the same like demographic characteristics right off the bat. Um, mm -hmm. And you wouldn't necessarily have the presumption that anyone you were going to have any potential relationship would have to meet all these criteria. But nowadays we have it all in reverse, right? And we're kind of, it's, it's just, it's my experience with dating apps that like people really don't want you to, to like, it's, I'm someone who's like compulsively honest. And so I'll, like, if someone asks me a question, I'll, I'll tell them the truth to it. But that's usually not a very good strategy. Like if I were someone that was less honest, I would be better off just kind of telling them what they obviously want to hear. And if that's, if that's what is successful in a dating environment, then isn't that what you're going to get more often as a result? Like that, that's kind of what um, I found in my own dating life is just that, um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to expound on that too much to make it, but do you, you know what I'm saying there? Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely think that the way that we, I think, you know, underlying all dating is, is a certain amount of, and I, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but like you're trying to upsell yourself, right? I mean, sure, it's, yeah. it's a sales routine. That's what you got to think going into a date. It's like, how can I get you to walk out of this restaurant with a second date? That's how you got to yeah. go into it. Or maybe yourself, yeah. you're not that into it, right? I mean, if you're really yeah. into this girl or you're into this guy, you know, obviously, uh, like, if you're not, obviously, then it's not going to happen. But if it is, you know, it's how do I get them in? And so you're, you know, you obviously are going to want to upsell yourself. And, and, you know, to what extent you want to tell the truth or to what extent you want to, you know, obfuscate certain details, right? Um, and, and well, here's, here's, I, I guess, here, uh, sorry, um, here's what I was getting at is just that like, there are kinds of people that are willing to tell you whatever they know you want to hear, right? Like there's, there's that, that is a thing that people will do. And if you narrow yourself to people that really are just going to repeat back to you, like exactly what you want, then you're either going to get someone that actually does agree with you 100%, or you might get someone that's just willing to say that and I don't know. I, 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 that has been my, my experience is that there are people that are willing to play along and it's pretty obvious, like from my perspective that actually I would, I could do better if I played along more, if I pretended, like if I just said things that people wanted to hear, but that's not what I'm going to do. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's all I had to say about that. Oh, no, no, I, I, I 100% agree. And, and there's, you know, it's like, how much do you want to be true to yourself? But at the same time, you know, you don't want to be like, you know, too true to yourself. Like, well, you know, this course, is the first no, I mean, date, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm just um, going to, I'm just going to, um, mm -hmm. I'm just going to like chime in real quick and sort of to make the interruption. Uh, where God's 13, do you want to, do you want to hop into the queue and have this conversation? Because I see like the, I see the chats popping right now. Um, I actually would be interested in hearing your perspective on this. And yeah. I promise I don't, I don't bite. We don't bite. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's go, pretty much go ahead, all I Michael. Had to say. It. Oh, no, that's. That's pretty much all I had to say, except um, I also wanted to um, also and onto your point about um, the genders having like really different, I would call them class experiences. And I wrote a shitty little essay about it one time that no one read. But um, yeah, so it, it just seems to me like 
the experiences of the genders, even at like the same socioeconomic levels are just more mm. and more different. And like our sources of information and cultural references are more and more diverged that increasingly we are talking there's about. There's just straight other, up, we're, they're distorted because, yeah. no, you're absolutely right. I, I would th- say that they're also distorted. I don't like to blame the algorithm for everything. No. I don't like to do that. But the truth of the matter is all of us consume information in very different ways. Like the information that we consume, if it comes from the internet is, is provided to us in such a way that uh, it's just going to feed us more of what it thinks that we want to hear. And oftentimes like with your, within your own friend circle, even um, when you're passing information on to each other, uh, it's going to end up reinforcing your own preconceptions, biases, et cetera. Um, For example, and you're, you're, I only consume media in the form of TikTok. Right. It, it, like <laughs> people are like, oh, have you read yeah. this book? I'm like, no. Like, is there like no, a YouTube no. video where a guy with like a high fade explains it really loudly? <laughs> now, I probably don't know what it is, um, to be honest with you. Yeah. But yeah. 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 We're, yeah. We're all we're all consuming information in very different ways. Um, so there's like there's no longer even a shared reality, I think, that we can even all agree on. So yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you there. Um, it's very difficult for us to even understand and relate to one another if all the information that we're getting is warped to reinforce our already existing points of view and in, in, in many ways probably just like encourage the worst parts of ourselves mm-hmm. yeah right yeah, that's, that's where like that's where like this this <laughs> yeah i think that's where like a lot of this uh this manosphere stuff comes from like a, a lot of uh what it is that guys will tune into uh whether it's like youtube tiktok whatever uh or any other social media um a lot of that stuff is like guys echoing what other guys think in a bubble and everybody's just miserable other, right now. I think on the other side, there's also like women echoing what other women want. To hear, oh no, no. Right? Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. that's yeah. I, I, the, I took the, I mean, I took the contrapositive to also be true. I should have clarified that. I, I think men and women are in many ways, like it's not just being locked within an echo chamber. I think everybody likes to think that they're fairly well-rounded, but the truth of the matter is like, we're not all experiencing the internet. Um, and information provided from the internet in the same way. It's just not there. Um, like even Rory and I, for similar as we are, do not have the same experience going on, like finding things on Google. Our YouTube uh, pages probably look very different. Yeah, for, for, example, for him, it's probably know, like there are, guys there are shooting, tons of, shooting no, there, uh, vehicles there filled with Tannerite and blowing them up. Okay, well, no, but like there's <laughs> all, that, that's, that's been taken off of YouTube uh, yeah. and severely demonetized. Thank you very much. Is that uh, true? You know, and, do that? Okay. It, it, yeah, gun channels are very. It's a very touchy subject on on YouTube. Mm. Um, but you know, like I mean, how many people have hundreds of hot milfs in their local area, like looking to fuck, <laughs> looking for no strings attached sex right now? <laughs> yeah. I, I, they're they're in my they're in my neighborhood. That's why yeah, I'm yeah, they're called. apparently in they're in my area too. My area in particular. Yeah, even when I put uh, on, but, a, but also like when I use a VPN, they yeah. They even when I use Montreal a VPN, it's like reason. like yeah, like Harrison PA moms are looking to get their back walls <laughs> just blown out. <laughs> like yeah, that's like if you're in Buffalo, like d- destroy my pussy. Like and yeah. that's every ad now. So I you know maybe you live in a different part of the country where that's not the case, right? You know maybe a worse part of the country. Yeah. You know, and and maybe your credit card doesn't get stolen as much as mine. I don't know. Like, that's all I got to say. But like, you know, you're right in the sense where, like, yeah, we we don't necessarily share the same. 
I, again, I like I, I agree with you. It's it's stupid to blame the algorithm for this, but like there is a certain point where you always have to sort of take stock of yourself and go, "Am I necessarily getting the whole picture from my internet browsing experience?" Because for most people, you the the way that we are funneled and the way that we consume content, it tends to, you know, sort of, it, it tends to, to reinforce the ideas we already have. Right. And so it's very easy to end up in this feedback loop of, you know, and it's, it's very obvious with politics, but across the board where it's like, these are, yeah, exactly. You should, you not, need to be you able should to... just touch grass, like not just to get and, to, and you should have not not just that... to like get more information, but just because like it's a good thing to get outdoors and meet people, and, and, and just have friends that aren't like people always say like, oh, well, I have lots of friends that aren't exactly like me, and it's like, yeah, but you don't seem to talk like you have lots of friends that are exactly like you, right? You, you kind of talk like you're in a weird echo chamber, and, and no, you're... I think have these like sort of like they make these superficial distinctions like oh i have like a lot of black friends or i have like a lot of women friends or whatever and it's like yes but how like what are their thought processes like do they think very much like you because if so you're probably still within that I don't, again i don't want to say echo chamber um but you're, you're you're contributing to that positive feedback loop yeah no i i 100 agree with that and I, and I think that it's important to to always kind of keep that in mind when you're, when you're interacting and, and always to take stock of yourself and go, wait, am I going a little too far down this? Because if you don't, right, if you don't, what ends up happening is you just get, yeah, you get caught up in these cycles of like, oh, you're, you know, you're so focused on this one specific issue, right? It's amazing. Mm -hmm. You'll, you'll talk to like guys on the manosphere and it's like, According to them, like every day, women are just like every time you go into family court, like just the evil, just washing you know, dudes, just like yeah, just blowing yeah. out, like and, and just, then just I up find Will Chamberlain numbers in family court. Absolutely, you're just like the like this is literally like the star chamber from like 1550. Like guys are getting like spread out on the rack by like a female judge and, and like, they're never going to see their kids again. Like it's legal kidnapping. And it's like, no, like, I don't, I like, I understand that there are examples. Yeah. Was of the like, shit on? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's on. Oh, what's up, just, to, just to, yeah. What's up, man? I uh, just to finish, like, you know, because we have such access to like news from across the country, right. And across the world, like it's very easy to sort of, pin these dots together and make whatever kind of picture you want. Whereas in reality, it's like, these are issues that you are never really going to face unless, so to, you have to kind of pull yourself out of that and go, okay, am I really experiencing these as a person or is this just something that is being told to me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, young. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Oh, we're good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess for the most part, I feel like a lot of the frustration that men have is that you take a guy today in 2022 and, you, and you're telling him to compete in this globalized system where you have all these dating apps, Tinder, Hinge. You know, your competition isn't just the person that was in your neighborhood 30, 40 years ago. Now you're being asked to compete with someone not only in your same city, city or the person that you went to high school, college with, you got to compete with the guy that lives across your city, state, country, etc. 
So I feel like a lot of the frustration that guys have is that 30, 40 years ago, it was a lot easier. You know, technology was a lot more localized. The people you hung out with were a lot more localized. So your girlfriend was gone or your future wife in this example would have been coming out of a friend group of like 20 people. Instead of now, she goes on Tinder, she's getting a thousand matches in 10 minutes. And it's like, how how are you telling the average guy to compete with that? So if you compare it to a job, that's more globalized as well. You put your application into Indeed. Now you're competing with a motherfucker in Europe, South America, California, New York. So it just creates this feedback loop where now I'm being told, because I'm, I'm average as fuck, and I, I haven't had a lot of successes dating. But now you're telling me, okay, I got to get my salary up. I can't change my height. You know, I'm 5'9". I can't change that. But now I got to get my salary up. I got to be hyper competitive. I got to get a side hustle. I got to do this and that. And it's it's like, where, where does it end? Because women kind of dug themselves this hole. They said after feminism, instead of being a slave to a man, a family, and a child, I'm going to go ahead and be a slave to a Fortune 500 company. And with hypergamy, you know, women don't date down in income. They, they either date equal or up. So uh, it, it's just like you got all this inter- intersectionality of all these issues. And it's like I feel like the solution is women need to come to terms. You're not going to get your prince charming. And you're going to have to date down or, you know, die alone with your cats and box wine. Oh, my God. Uh all right, there goes the Kevin Samuels. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah. it's not okay, Kevin so Samuels. Me... I thought about this a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, okay, then the... die alone with well, your dogs and your degrees. Here's the question I would actually have then. Like, does that not also... Because I, I see this a lot. Again, like I, going back to what I was saying before, where I, I also see this exact sentiment expressed now more frequently with women. Where it's like... And all, I mean, I would say that it, it's slightly different the way it's expressed, but it's like, yeah, I have all these matches, but I'm not interested in any of them, right? And mm-hmm. I would say to a certain extent, at least my experience on dating apps, like I've, I, I find it tends to be like, there's a lot of people I'm just not interested in. Or like I swipe right and like we match, but I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not that pushed about them, right? I'm not that willing to invest. It's the paradox of choice because you're one swipe away from someone better. Here's okay. Here's the thing. I, here's here's what I, um, okay. A lot of people will say things like, you know, people need to lower their expectations, or they're also like, one person will say you should lower your expectations. The next person will say, oh, so you want me to lower my standards? You want me to compromise my values or whatever? I'm not going to compromise values for anybody. It's, no, it's not that. Here's here's what it is. Anybody can really have like the um, standards, or anybody can have whatever standards or expectations that they want. The question they have to ask themselves is the person that I have invented, like the person that, that I'm imagining with these qualities, what is it about me in particular that would make them want to choose me over everybody else that's in their dating pool? That's, that's a fundamental question. And I, I don't think a lot of people are prepared to answer that question because they might say, like a, a guy might say like, oh, you know, like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fairly wealthy or I make good money or I'm educated or I'm successful in my field or what. I mean, that, that may all be true, but you could also just be a dick. Yeah. So then the question is like, do, like, do your, 
do the qualities that you have that that you believe that other person is looking for and, and you probably would want to talk to people that sort of look feel sound or act like the kind of person that you're looking to get with long term you would really want to you would want to check in with them and figure out if you with all of your like flaws are somebody that they would want in a part like if if you are somebody that they would want in the partner or they would be checking for somebody like you you know what i mean so i, I don't think that it's a matter of like standards have to come down it's a matter of are are you a qualified candidate for that role within that person's dating pool does but that make sense you're not agree that women when it comes to social economics do not agree that women either date equal or up when it comes to you. I I never seen this. I never seen well, like a I rich guess the question girl comes in, in like what is dating quote unquote dating up like, or down? A homeless guy, for example. No, well, I mean nobody's really like nobody's dating homeless guys except for like other homeless people. But yeah, I mean how um, I mean how often do you or see like a janitor, dating like, homeless people? Like it, I mean I seen like, a rich guy would definitely wife up like a a, a poor. Girlfriend, no, life is not Pygmalion, like, life is not uh, no, no, because because guys have an advantage when it comes to social economics, like, social economics. That when it comes to men, that's a big selling point. I can take care of you, I can provide. So, yeah, life is is not my fair lady, it's not often that that'll happen. No, I I agree with that. I I don't think it's, I, I, I think that it's, it's sort of like, well, you know, I've seen like, I've definitely seen like guys that marry down but i've seen women that that in my opinion well, here's, here's the thing here's the thing before, right before the thing too, is... hold, hold up rory one sec before we go too yeah. far on that tangent i just want to ask the question what does it mean to like date down or marry down what does that mean yeah well i'm telling women to more or less date equal to some to some extent but when it comes to dating right down, but what does that mean when i guess you say, it'll like, be date, down date equal based, based, based off your because because women mean? have you know, a- astronomical standards when it comes to men. So dating down means, I guess in this sense, coming back to earth, like date down if, cause if you're coming from the ceiling and I'm just telling you to touch the ground, you know, it's, it's not that big of an ask cause you know, you're already sky high. So when it comes to dating down, you're just being a little bit more realistic with your, the expectations that are going to get you a fulfilling partnership. Because what do most women say? Oh, I want a guy that's six feet tall. You know, they only make up like 14 to 15 percent of the population. A guy that makes 100K, you know, that only makes up like the top 10, whatever percent. So they're trying to find this magical Prince Charming, this this sort of mythical guy that doesn't really exist. Like that one caller was saying, like he doesn't really exist. He does exist. But if he does exist, he's not settling down, number one. And number two, he's, you know, you're probably sharing him around. Like, um, I'm not sure if you heard of that West Elm Caleb story from Brooklyn. Like this, this is okay. What well, well, I will, first of all, I will hear no, okay. I will brook no, I will brook no arguments. That that is a no We will not, yeah. will not be broke. No, they did him dirty. I, I agree with that. They did him dirty. Yeah. No, the, the thing I would say is that, I mean, one thing I noticed is that you've put, you've, you very much like new you put this very much into numerical terms, right? Mm. And, and, I, and I'm not going to say you in particular, because I do definitely think this is something that has been a, a direct result of, of just the way that we communicate with each other and the way that dating apps are. But even outside of dating apps, right? The, the general 
the general format of, of the yeah. internet and how we communicate now via text is everything that is, everything is gamified. Everything everything's is a, put like into a, scores. It's an Xbox right? achievement. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and, yes. and again, like, um, I I, I'm not that. trying to say like to young, I'm not trying to say like you are doing this. Well, I'm not going to like, I, this is your fault. What I'm saying is that the way that we think about things like, yes, like the reason why height is such, I think the reason why height is so focused on is because it is a number, right? Yes, it's something that I, is very easy for us to understand. It's like six foot, you know, the higher you are, the better you are, the, the shorter you are, the worse you are. Right. And, and it's, so it's something that can just very easily be understood. Whereas in reality, like it's more complicated than that. Right. In reality, like first off, you know, people are really bad about telling each other's heights. Like mm. I, there are definitely times when there are, are guys that will say that they are a height and they're not that. And then there are times yeah, where so women. I don't will... recommend that. Yeah. No, I, I think that that across the board. Um, th- and there's and this women idea that... will lie about how much they weigh. Well, guys will do that too. I, I think that. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, guys will definitely do that. Guys will definitely guys, do that. Guys, yeah. Both men and women will lie about weight. Men, I think, more often lie about height. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. And, and and it's because these are these are things that when you are again, you know, I don't I don't want to over over you know prescribe to the algorithm, but when you're dealing with an algorithmic dating system, numbers are better. So it's like you have this. You can now like numeratize. Um, I, I, that's not a word, but you can put into numbers what traditionally would be put into just sort of vibes. Like, yeah, you may be five nine but you give off an attitude that's much that makes you seem much like larger than life or maybe you're six three six four but you kind of you're a wallflower right you sort of fade into the background um and and so the the issue i have is that the way that we've immediately moved into numbers right it's like well women want this 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 and they're putting it in with numbers like immediately they're putting in numbers right and you're like well hold on a minute right why why is it that immediately we go to numbers instead of things like personalities right? or not even personalities but like vibes do yeah. i like this person and does this person like me cuz here's the thing it's like you can have all of the stats and whatever you want but the the and you know men and women both do this um is just like figure that your statistics uh or like your personal achievements that you can rank um put you like, I'm sorry, like dating is not the Forbes 30 under 30. It's just not like, it's, it's just a matter of whether you could see yourself being in this person's presence for prolonged periods of time. Could you, if you were in a snowstorm together last the weekend with them, or would you want to tear each other's eyes out? That's really what it comes down to. Right. And I, I think yeah. that's, par- that's part of why we have so, so much antagonism is that we, spend a lot of time talking about numbers and statistics on matters that they don't really like they, they they don't they don't apply like nobody in my family for example could i say i get along with this person because they have x y and z achievements through x y and z weight and so forth. like of course we wouldn't do that they're our family right i know that you don't choose family but generally it's like do i like hanging out with this person do they say things that i agree with do i have fun with them it's the same thing for our friends yep. circle. We all have friends that fall outside of probably like our econ- our, our marginal tax rate. 
but we hang out with them nonetheless. It's really a matter of like, does this person have values that I share? Do they like to do the, th the things that I like to do? Do I trust them? Right. You know what I mean? And I, I think yeah. where it comes and, to relationships, and... we just lead with a whole lot of things that really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, that, that's how we I do lead. It's... That's how the world does work. So I, I agree with that. It should work differently, but I'm just, re I, I guess, presenting how it does work. So, but it I should probably, be different. I do. Agree I, I think that it's, it's within the context we have now, right? Because again, it's very hard to suss out someone's vibe based on like a Tinder profile, for example, or a hinge profile, right? It's hard. There are things well, that because everybody don't... sucks at writing profiles for them, first of all. And well, of pictures. course. I mean, it, yeah. it's a very fine line between like, I don't want to sound like a complete blowhard, but I also don't want to sound, I don't want to be too. You want to get like looked over. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that it's, it's, it's not so much that these are the way things are. It's more that within the current context of how we approach dating, especially with dating apps, it's how things come across. Right. And, and it's mm. within this context, this because I actually I really honestly believe that this is not how people actually are, mostly because I hate to say it. Guys under six foot get ass. They get tail action. I'm sorry. They do. There are some guys yeah. who are like way under six, like six foot that are just like just cleaning up. And there are women who are not attractive, who are like doing work. Right. Like it, it's both ways, but it's it's hard to quantify that because they have something that other people just want. And you can't, you can't boil it down onto a dating profile. You can't just summarize it with numbers, right? You just can't, right? It's something that you, exactly chemistry or even outside of chemistry, it's, it's something within themselves that is only going to come across when you, you spend time and meet them in person. Yeah. You know, it, and, and okay, uh, like uh, good yeah. example of this. Good example. Okay. Even though Patrice O'Neill was a very tall dude, but like you look at a guy like Patrice O'Neill, like, was he rich? No, like, like relatively, like he, he did well for himself, but he wasn't a rich guy. Uh, and it took him a long time to actually like break out successfully as a comedian. Um, th did he have the best personality? No, he had a shitty personality and he was very proud of it. The, the thing is, he but the, the the issue with Petrie and sorry was he like um physically attractive he was a big fat dude like he was a tall guy but he was also very big he was a heavy guy but the issue is he was also a really interesting person and somebody that i think people could generally have a really good time with and uh yeah his uh his long-term partner they they weren't married but uh yeah his long-term partner um was an incredibly attractive she's or she not was is because she's still alive but incredibly attractive woman um who is also a comedian and her daughter has nothing but good things to say about him she said that you know he basically took the role of a father like he was the father figure in her life so even though a lot of people have really like there's he's a polarizing figure a lot of people don't like patrice o'neill because they were convinced he was a misogynist actually i think he kind of was a misogynist but you know he was he was he was at peace with it which means i am too but the fact of the matter is like you find somebody like him who just doesn't really check those boxes and yet he had a really successful as far as i, I know publicly anyway a monogamous relationship so i don't think these these things are so cut and dried um black you can go ahead and unmute yourself Hey, hey, what's going on, Q? Or, sorry, yeah, Black to the Future. Black Tony. Oh, Black Tony Starks. What's up, bro? How you doing? 
I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, man, I hate to say it, but I feel like that last dude doesn't like women. And when I say doesn't like women, I mean well, as people. I, as people. Well, as people. He doesn't like but, women as people. Yeah. Maybe attracted to him. But I can definitely tell when men aren't, because he's evaluating women through what they say instead of who they are. You know what I'm saying? Well, not just what they say, but also like what certain women that you encounter on social media say, which you can't extrapolate that to mean all women. Yeah. Right. And you can't do that. And my thing is like, I'm five. Like I'm, you know, like, like you said yesterday about body fascism, I'm a body fascist. Mm. I work hard (laughs) on my body. Like once, like I've always, like I was in the Marines for five years. So I came out of that brolic and I've always tried to maintain some level of semi brolicness because of that. You know what I mean? And like, I, I, and then the money thing, like I, I would say it's gotten harder for me to date with my income being as high as it is instead of when I was making like 30,000. Cause when I was broke, Mm -hmm. I feel like I was able to talk to anyone, but now I feel like I have a lot more to lose and a lot more risk. I'm not more risk adverse and I might be just age or whatever, but I also, well, I mean, how old are you? Oh, 37. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I was going to say, once you hit around 35, things like you just re like, and I think Rory has actually hit this uh, a bit uh, ahead of time. Rory's a, he's a bit of an old soul. But yeah, I just get zero what? pussy, dude. That's, that's the big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, people are like, oh, yeah, like, I'm like, I'm like 6'4, and I get like no ass. Like, uh, that is. But here's the yeah, thing. That's because you, you live like a, you live like, a, you like a, a, an Augustinian monk, but. I think where I think you hit the age of about 35 and your perspective on life changes so much that the things that appealed to you when you were younger, especially like just, I don't know, like dating a lot, having a lot of sex and so on. For a lot of guys, it's just like, nah, I'm not really that interested in all that. And the things yeah, that you're looking for in a partner also change. Like, yeah, like I, I've never had a problem getting ass, and I attribute that to me moving when around a lot. First colorectal exam like, at 35 and you're like, like, oh yeah, like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm just not into it anymore, right? I'm yeah, I don't like this. Yeah. No, you know, you're like, well, this I had that same uh, realization, but well, I had that same realization, but about the entire country, and that's why I left because I was just like, yeah, I'm not really feeling the U.S. no more, and I just bounced. But I've never had. Oh, a where do you problem. live now? New Zealand. Oh, okay. Yeah, man, oh, cool. I'm I moved on out, and uh, yeah, like I've just never had that problem, and. Every yeah, time just, men just, complain you know, find, about having find you a nice problem, like, find you a nice married lady, you'd be all right. Yo, let me tell you something. I got some, I got some aunties out here that's looking, bro. They, uh, they <laughs> try to put me on with their granddaughters and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, but like, yeah. I just never had that problem because, like you said, Patrice O'Neal, like he had, he didn't check any boxes at all, and yet because he was an interesting person. If you ever listen to Bill Burr talk about hanging out with him and how he would talk mm-hmm. to women. He would talk to women the way he would talk to dudes. He'd be like, yeah. hey, come over here. Like, it just like he would just treat women like people and didn't put them on a pedestal. And I feel like that's the problem with a lot of people. Here, here's the thing. Here's, they- like, a lot, of, a lot of people call that putting the pussy on a pedestal. I was going to say putting women on a pedestal, but that's not what guys actually say. They say don't put the, pu- right, don't they put they the put pussy on a pedestal. pedestal. Right. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't think that that's what they're actually doing. What they're really doing is condescending to women like children. And I think that's actually yes. one of the reasons that I think that's one of the reasons that people really don't like me. Like a lot of the engagement that I get, especially on Twitter, 
people don't like me and think that I hate women. And the problem is, it's like, no, I have nothing against women. As a matter of fact, that uh, porn actress, Mia Khalifa, what was she say? She said, like, I, I hope you can live your truth and get validation from the men you, you admire. And I'm like, you just call me gay? Because, like... I'm amazed. Oh, yeah, that's like, the, that's the last that was a, that was a great day on opinion. fucking Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I just, well, here's the, the thing, well, here's the wild part about that. Like she thought that, that she thought she probably thought that I was going to take that as an insult, and I didn't want to be like, uh, "Yo, man, I am bisexual." But like, here's the thing: like a lot of people assume that I have some sort of like deep seated hatred for women. No, no. The issue is no. I treat women like anybody else, like my guy friends, and I don't mince words with and my guy friends. Women and women hate, and yeah. I've noticed there's a huge segment yeah. of women that hate that, that hate that you evaluate their bullshit at the same yeah. level. Hold as up, hold up. I did not get run up on by Mia Khalifa. She got run up on by me, okay? Now <laughs> people know, you, you, now you, people know that. that Mia Khalifa supported a Nazi-inspired movement that genocided uh, Palestinian refugees, okay? Dude, I, I, oh, yeah, now I, people know. All right, all right, go ahead, go ahead. I, I can't wait for, like, the Mia Khalifa, like, Bashir, like, <laughs> get my, you know, <laughs> fucking, like, fan cams coming on. Like, yeah, that was, that was a, yeah, dude. I, I'm that sorry. Was I, I, that was a that was really, like, I woke up, and, and I'm, I'm, like, doing my shit. I'm, like, like, you know, browsing, like, doing some work. And I, like, look over at the phone, and it's, like, Q is getting into a fight with Mia Khalifa. I'm, like, what? Okay, right, first of all, I'm going to stop calling her that. Her name is Sarah Johamun, Okay. Like she's she's not she's not Muslim. Um, right. She took that no. anyway. Whatever. We don't, we don't have to get into all that. But anyway, uh, sorry, but, sorry, dude. I, I didn't mean to sidetrack that much. Topic, you get it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said your topic was female friend zone. I would say that in my travels, because I've been to like fifty six countries, that mm. the only country all, all where right, Mr. Worldwide. Get, well, I, I would say like ninety percent of that was in the military. So yeah. Okay. 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 But, I was gonna say my nigga, my nigga got his passport stamped. I mean, I do, but, yeah. <laughs> but like, I would say the only country where I've had women react very negatively to be put in a friend zone is in America and kind of in England, kind of, but nowhere near as bad as the U.S. Because U.S. women the react saucy very birds, poorly. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, well, they just react very poorly to being told, like, this has been great, but I'm, you know, I'm really not feeling you like that we could be friends women just lose their shit in the states versus like here perfect example here they're just like oh that's great we can hang out you know they don't they take it in stride you know what i mean and but i see women act exactly the same poorly as men do when they're placed in the friend zone trying to put tokens in thinking that's gonna oh my goodness no 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 i've talked about this before which is that uh you know when my when my wife and i got together like basically like when i made it public but you know we're, we're dating at the time that we were dating right um i had a couple of people that i thought i was friends with get really mad at me and i was like what okay like did i do something what happened and it turns out that they were mad that i was dating somebody and i was like all right well is why why is that a problem for you um and both of them said the exact same thing which is that they were hoping that I would give them a shot. Like I, they were hoping that I would ask them out on a date. Didn't drop any hints. Didn't like express any yep. interest in that way. It was just like, oh, okay, well, like we're around each other. We hang out and everything. We, you know, we, we talk, um, but like not in any sort of like romantic way. We were just cool. But again, it's, it goes back to the same thing. I treat my women friends just like my guy friends. Uh, right. I don't like make any differentiation. And yeah, they were like super upset about that. And it's like it's like this, it's the same thing. They were putting 
kindness coins in my vending machine and expecting a relationship to fall out. They were putting yeah, and listening to me ramble I, about yeah. Warhammer 40k coins. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's so it's so funny you brought that up, Rory, when you were talking about like uh like I go on a date and like you know the woman will have like an expectation when I invite her back in that we're gonna make out ends up me going on rants about Warhammer. Like I do that all the time. Yeah. I invite a chick over and be like, yo, you see these YouTube videos? And I just put on some shit that I feel like is intellectually stimulating because at the same I try to see where your head is at first. Like there's always time to make out and for me to smash, but I need to know where your head is at because like, you lady, want some other lady, shit. lady. It's 2 a.m. Like, if you think that, like, I'm tired, I'm probably going to go to bed pretty soon. Like, if you think that this is going anywhere other than me explaining, like, Skyrim lore to you, it's not going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah. You, you're trapped Listen, now. I will, I will metaphorically waterboard you with so much Mass Effect lore. It is not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. Okay. But what, I need what, to know. What, can I please, can I always have one diversion? Are you, are you a fan of the, because I, I don't get as many Mass Effect lore heads. Are you a fan of the, uh, the Reaper indoctrination theory? Ah, uh, man. So <laughs> I, I'm a two minds about it. Like, man. we're talking about. Okay, can I just say, could, 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 yo, listen, <laughs> can you guys stop scaring the hoes, please? For once. <laughs> no, Try. no, this, this is what you get. Really. Welcome hey, upstairs. Is, I, like, <laughs> I have I went a 40 on a minute video from 2011 that you're going to watch. No, but that ass though, I wanted to date with a chick like mm, five, six years ago, like seven years ago. And I was about to waterboard her with some Mass Effect. She was like, oh, really? And like pulled out like a steel book from Mass Effect 2 and 3. And was like, yeah. That's, we- that's <laughs> what we want. This like, But that's what we want. Are- you're going through the the like the Fermi filter, whatever, whatever the, the yeah the Fermi is. paradox, yeah yeah the, the Fermi like the, the, the Fermi, Fermi paradox. We're Talk. going through that. Oh my God, if either of you <laughs> says the words Dirac C, I'm ending the room immediately. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, and look, here's the thing, though. Like, women kind of women kind of like that. Like, like no, women, women I, like I, that shit because they find it. Even if they're not into it. They're into the fact that you're into something. Like I was saying yesterday about the jazz piano. Like you do the woodworking and you're trying to min-max that like an RPG, even though it doesn't give you any direct benefits when it comes to dating or anything like that. I do the same thing with jazz piano. The only difference is I can sit if there's a bar or a restaurant that I take. I was going to say, yeah, you've got there. a way better, like you have a way more immediately useful skill than I do because I can't <laughs> sit down and do the fucking scrimshaw. I can't just like right. walk into a bar <laughs> And turn like, uh, like the the pallet that they shipped in their sugar and beer on. I can't turn that into like a coffee table. But you, right? You're so <laughs> you're 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 Mr. Main character ass will sit down at the piano and like rattle <laughs> off some tunes. All right. Yeah. Congratulations. And, and, like the thing is, I know for a hundred percent. Anytime I do that, I'm getting some pussy if I if I want it. And and that's because it's an interesting skill that is immediately yeah. valuable to them. And that's the thing. I think that like having, you know, I, I think that having the confidence to just, yeah, like I'm inviting you up to my room and guess what? I'm inviting you up to my apartment and we are going to sit and we are going to watch Peaky Blinders fan cams because fucking Q sent me a bunch of Peaky <laughs> Blinders videos. And now it's all I get recommended. It's like Arthur. Whatever, man. Don't moments. act like you don't enjoy it. You don't act like, like no, you Peaky don't Blinders get it. I do. I love, I love get a little Blinders. bit hard every time you hear Arthur Shelby say, in the bleak, in winter. <laughs> <laughs> he just, I, 
yeah. But I, I think, like you said, like it's you get better pull with women when women see that you have something outside of work, outside of your job that you dedicate a lot of time, energy, and focus to because that shows a level of consistency and ability to work at something and improve at something that is part of mating. Like that's part of mating. If we go back to way back then when people had dowries and all that stuff and you had to get interviewed by the family, they were like, well, what else do you do? I mean, you got this job and all that, but what else do you do? Do you give back to the community? Do you, you know, help out your family? Do you help out? Can you talk to my dad about how great the, the 1911 is as a platform for like four hours? <laughs> See, that, oh, that's right. one, that's one special interest that I keep like in the bag, especially in New York. I can't just be like, Oh yeah, let me tell you about my, yeah. like, I can't just be like, like that one you have to like kind of slow roll out. Like there's certain, you well, have to a little funny. bit of I just slow rolled yeah. it to the chick I'm dating now. I just brought up the fact that like, Oh yeah, I sold all my guns before I left. I, found two m1911s in the desert in iraq that i kept with me and she's just like you know like that's like you said you gotta yeah. that. you can't show Dude, that up no, first i i was on a date with somebody and they were just like they just rolled in they were like open their purse and like just pistol hanging out of their purse and that was like <laughs> they're awesome i love you but you know what's funny is one thing too that i prefer dating overseas over in the states is women will immediately want to go dutch here like they're and they don't see it as a problem. Like it isn't a sign. Okay, I will tell you what. I will tell you what. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I will. I will venture to say that uh, women in the U.S. and Canada, black women in the U.S. and Canada, generally, as far as my experience goes, also don't have a problem going fifty-fifty on dates. I think this is like. I think this is uh it's it's over represented like it's over indexed by people on social media with nothing else to talk about. And I would say with white women. Uh, uh, I mean my personal experience has been pretty reflective of that social media trend though in terms of women yeah. immediately expecting you to pay for everything and all that. Which funny thing you do that shit here in New Zealand, you damn you getting pussy just off the strength of men don't do that here. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, and, and I think that part of it, part of it is I for on that, like just to like do a slight tangent on like the, the the who like pays for the date. I think a lot of that is just cultural inertia. It's like you don't men will generally tend to err on the side of caution of like okay, well I will pay. I mean, this is at least my perspective and, and the perspective of people of guys that I've asked and like my friends. It's like. Like we're totally cool. Like we, there's no expectation that we're going to pay both ways. But there are some women that are weird about that, and you're, and like especially if your date's going well, you don't necessarily want to like you know that would be the kink, right? So you, you just sort of like err on the side of caution. I think. Yeah, I think and, that's what it is. Erring on the side of caution, like I don't know, you know what I mean. So let me just go ahead and pay for it because a, I'm not taking nobody on a date unless I can pay for it anyway. But b, it just, you know what I mean. Like, why here's, here's how I here's day? how I do it. You you leave it up in the air up until the end because like if it really well, maybe I'll maybe I'll be magnanimous. But like I'm not gonna until she orders. I'm not I'm not putting my wallet on. That's that's all I'm gonna no, say. I agree. I don't know. No, that's and that's the right way to do it. I think is the right way to do it. Yeah, because if she sits down and like the first, like she's ordering desserts and apps, I'm like, mm, like I, you've already, you can't rope yourself out of that. Like unless you want right. to just like sneak out the back window, 
It's uh, very funny you break hours. up sneaking out the back window because I've actually had to do that on a date because, like, after 10 minutes, I could tell this woman was, like, a certifiable nut job. And, like, I basically had to institute that protocol that uh, a lot of bars have whenever uh, you're on a bad date to pay and sneak yeah. out the back. I definitely did that. Like, I know it's for women, but they don't, you know, they it's gender neutral. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, if, like, somebody's on a really bad date, like, I've... There have been times where, like, at least at bars and things, where, like, I'll, I'm chatting to a guy, like, at a bar once, and he's like, look, I'm on a date with this girl, and I can't stand her. And I, like, made this whole thing about how, like, I, I got him out of the bar. Like, it was, it was like, seal team yeah. six. I was like, oh, like, no, I was like, you like, oh, like, you know, Rex uh, or, like, Ron, he's right outside, dude. He's waiting in line. And, like, I pulled him out of the bar in the middle of the date. Oh, my god! Because <laughs> he was like, I just need an out. And it's like, yeah, there you go. Like, you got an out. Why are, like, why are, okay, why are people so, like, there is nothing that will make me sit through an experience that I don't enjoy. I will, oh, I will yeah. actually just say, hey, you know what? No. I'm not feeling this. Guys will do that. I mean, people, I, I'm sure, like, it gets to a certain point where you're like, he'll do that, mm. too. But, like, I don't know. There's, there. I think there's an expectation of, like, we'll we'll wait till the end of this date. Because there have been times where, like, halfway through a date, I'm just, like, there, I am just not, like, it's wild. <laughs> I'm not connecting with you at all. Yeah. And you're, like, but I also, like, I don't want to just, like, get up in the middle of the date. Like, well, that was a nice night. I'll see you later. And, like, walk out. It's like, uh, you, you. <laughs> Yeah, I see. I use that protocol because you know I'm from the states. I am a black man, and I've seen women do some wild shit on dates, and I've heard some wild stories from yeah. other women mm. on dates. Like, well, yeah, I Mission called the police impossible. on them because you know, like, I don't need nobody calling the police on me or anything like that in the middle of a date just because it's going wrong. Oh my wrong goodness. Or, trying to get me beat up by somebody, which, I, like I said, I've heard women brag about doing this. So I'm just like, oh, okay, so I'm sneaking up the back. I've, I have seen, I have seen women on dates, like, deliberately. And uh, uh, <clears throat> I say this because um, I, uh, right, yeah, you know, you know that I worked at, like, nightclubs and so on. But, like, I've worked yeah. at, like, I've worked at clubs that doubled as, like, um, like restaurants or slash entertainment venues during the day. Uh, and, yeah, I have seen... Uh, women deliberately pick fights with like other guys. I, I'm like I'm guessing just to see if the guy they're with will defend them. Oh no, right. that ha and that's happened with that, my yeah. Yeah, like with women. Like it, it, I've been in relationships where like they're like picking a fight with a guy, and it's like I can't believe you didn't defend me. I'm like, well, it's between y'all. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going right. straight with you. Like I, I did not pick this battle. Right. Like you are. It's like Gondor is asking for aid, and it's like I'm Rohan. I'm like I'm I'm putting out that fire, dude. I'm like, yeah, nah. yeah. well, you got to deal with uh, Mount Doom. Yeah, it's looking pretty hot over there, lady. Uh, good luck with that, though. Right, like, like, uh, like and that's the thing, though. Like, you can't, and that's the thing. I feel like that I experienced in the U.S. that I've never experienced anywhere else is women picking and choosing when they want to be adults and when they want to be children yeah. and cared for and all that it's like, like how that could you how could you let like this guy do this like how would you let this guy say these things to me i'm like because you picked a fight with him like yeah if he punches you obviously we're gonna have a problem but like up until that point like no you picked a fight you listen 
coffee is for closers. You open that pipe, <laughs> you open that can of worms, you're going to close it. That's all I'm going to say. And that's, that is the expectation I have out of you. You call yourself a that's girl boss. That's the expectation boss? I have for any man that I'm around too. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Like, you're, like, you open the pipe, you take the war, you close it. You you bring that to its conclusion, right? You're not, you know, this is not like Turkey trying to like tap like Austro or like Austro-Hungary trying to tap Germany into the battle in 1914. It's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I, right. I'm up here in my own, I'm having a good time. I am vibing. I don't want to get into a war with, with Russia. I'm sorry. You know, same thing, right? So I agree though. Like that, that is actually something that women do that I, I don't see men do it as much, right? I don't see like men being like, all right, I'm going to say, I'm going to go absolutely buck wild on this woman. And I want you, honey, I, I'm posting at women online. I need you to back me up on this. Yeah, yeah that never right? happens. Like, you yeah. never see like, a woman jump on Twitter and be like, I heard y'all was talking shit about my husband. Like that never, doesn't happen. <laughs> it, it, okay, I will say that does sometimes happen, but I guarantee you in those those times that that happens, the husband is not like, Babe, I need you online. It's like, no, she's she's in it to win it, right? Like she's hundred <laughs> percent on board with it. She's not she's not getting tagged in. Like she is a willing participant in that battle. I would say this. The times I have seen it, you're right. Like that when the man is getting to a woman, the woman was there from step one. His woman was right there egging that shit on going forward. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know, like, I just saw that, because I think we should probably move on, but I just saw that Allison. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was uh, say Allison, I don't know if you want to, like. Yeah, I was, yeah, Allison, yeah. Uh, please hop back up here, because I did want to hear what you have to say. And also, yeah, like, I noticed a couple of other people, like uh, uh, Karma and uh, Nikki. Yeah, like, we want to hear from you as well. Like, you were pretty active in the chat, and I would like to hear what, what you had to say. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's good talking yeah. to y'all fellas, man. Y'all yeah, thanks, Mike. Yeah, no worries, yeah. man. Yeah, it's good chatting with you, too. Appreciate it. All right, Allison, what's going on? Hi, can you hear me okay? Yeah, we can. Oh my God, this has been very funny. I've just been like listening and like laughing my ass off because like it's almost like I'm triggered by everything. (laughs) It's like you get all the little, like the minute y'all started talking about Warhammer and shit, I was like... Took me. I was like, oh, give you some I like haven't... PTSD. You had like a flashback. Dude, that's yeah. what, dude, absolutely, absolutely. I was like, if y'all start talking about like League of Legends or some shit, I'm just gonna dip because like I cannot, okay, no, no I, not anymore. I did there, my there time. Is, there, is, uh, I, there is solidarity there. Yeah, she, 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 she just experienced shell shock like hearing Warhammer 40k. <laughs> just yeah, like that, that blank nah. look washed over your face. Yeah. No, no, but like literally though, I could, I could, I could work with that though. You know, like, oh, tell me about your little painted figures. You got any cute little little uh, accessories to go, little little accessories to go with your stuff? Like, oh, that's a gift I can get you. Very interesting. You have yeah. friends involved with that activity that aren't serial killers. Oh, that maybe you don't drink while you do that. Oh, great. Like, honestly, like, uh, I can work with a hobby. If they have a hobby, special interest, a job, like, they'll go outside sometimes. Maybe they have a dog. Like, just give me some, like, literally anything, and I will make a conversation about it. But I feel like men have no hobbies sometimes. Like, I don't know if they're just disassociating with, like, playing some, like, bullshit game that has no real, like, 
essence or something that they can't create a personality off of but okay, look I, i'm gonna be real yeah. with you trying to explain escape from tarkov to anyone even trying to explain it to <laughs> yeah you, i know uh, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah suffering <laughs> is a hobby i agree yeah. you know um people, but like i but i get you right that, like uh, people say often that the way to a man's heart is through his stomach that's not true the way to a man's heart is through gundam figurines yeah absolutely absolutely like sharing those little it's kind of like a cute little quirk like women also have this like i love my little figurines i got my cute little accessories i got my cute little earrings my i have my little like you know adorable fan shit that i got like there's little special interests that most people have hobbies and then sometimes you can find something that you both enjoy like okay well we both like this tv show we'll watch it together or something but uh, i'm i'm from what my friends say about dating and like other people who are like in relationships with men sometimes it's they they're completely gone into their game they're completely gone into their tv show and they will not participate in like going on a date going on like basic family events and when they do they make such a big fuss about it like just something simple as like family pictures like oh let's take a family photo with our family has become like a trigger point for these men and so i i i worry sometimes that like either everyone's just really depressed you know like which is a real fucking thing right everyone's really really depressed and like everyone's going so people are becoming more into their little bubbles like we're just hanging out we're just talking with other men who have these similar experiences so we can all like pile on and talk shit about women or let's just all say blah 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 about you know height like that's all women care about like young like these man folk in the chats and stuff they know that's not real right like have you ever met and actually talked to a real woman before like or a real person like get off the fucking internet and go meet someone in real life or like talk to someone at a job get do a year in customer service do a year mm. in working I, 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 in a I, restaurant I, 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 just to learn how to talk to people normally as, I, I will like, say i will say if you're if you're trying to get men to not become sexist don't work in customer in service, customer service yeah. no and, no teaching people how to be to uh, at least professional enough to give the other person like hey i'm not interested i i know how to break away you know like yeah. to be able to set boundaries to be able to at least you know do the little bit of the social dance back and forth to share enough that we're able to to make a connection and see if there is something deeper and see if there is some chemistry i do feel like some 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 of the guys that i've met recently like just have absolutely no um socialization capacity where they're able to do that little dance in the very beginning of the small talk it and and i think that's a really critical back and forth of how to vet people um and i worry that they come in with all these expectations and and wants and desires instead of just coming in to like hey i'm gonna meet another person today and maybe they'll be my favorite person maybe they won't be my favorite person but i'm gonna give them like you know something professional i'm gonna show up on time i'm gonna be clean like i'm gonna look decent you know i'm not gonna come in with a shit fucking attitude like if you're not if you don't want to go out and date don't go out and date like you don't have to like mm -hmm. so if you're coming here and then give it like just being an asshole this whole time what are you what are you producing here like you're making me not want to date anymore and you're putting negativity like bring what you want to bring like meet the energy of who you're like that's what i always think like people 
Oh, sorry, can sorry. I, I, finish. No, 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 no. no. I, I don't, don't want to interrupt. But I've been I, doing I a lot say, of customer service lately. No, here's the thing. Like, because when I hear you talk, I hear a very confident person. I hear an incredibly confident person that is very sure of herself. Yeah, because I'm think, older, you know. Like, yeah, and, and I think yeah. for a lot of guys, it's it's a lack. I, I think that one of the big things, the big things to take away is that men and women are actually quite similar. There is not as much. Oh, shocker. Yeah, no, I, but like, it's it's so weird. Like, there's just so much like energy where like, because I think people are so caught up in, there's like this real gender divide. Online. Yeah, yeah. Just, Purposefully, it's it's so, it's like a, it's a, it's a trap, right? Like, yeah. when we talk, and we criticize other countries for having this, like, oh, there's such a gender gap. They only, no, no, no. In America, it's just as bad. And it, it's on the internet. Um, and then people will get in their own little silos and then reproduce that in real life. And so it, it becomes like, like, yeah, like women, there are women who are just like into weird shit and have like yeah. the same weird activities as men. Oh, yeah. but, Love it. But you're, but so, but the thing is at the same time, there are also women where it's, cause I've dated, I've gone on dates with people where they're, they're actually very, I've met them later in like on when we're not mm -hmm. going to date. Cause I figure like, yeah, we're, you know, we just didn't. And I find like, wow, I actually really like this person is super interesting, but she never said any of that when we were together. And it's like, well, I didn't want to give you a bad impression. And it's like, yeah. there are very few things that you can really do to give me a super bad impression. Um, other than, you know, like, other than like being like very, very like creepy and like forward or, or very like overriding what I'm saying or, or being like rude to service staff, those kinds. Yeah. Of yeah. Rude to service staff. Oh my God. Other, other than that, it's like, there's not like, like go off and like, maybe we don't click. Maybe you and I, like we're at a different frequency, but at least we know. Whereas I think a lot of men, they're, they're just, they're not willing to really be confident enough in their mm. weirdness. Right. Like, again, I, I recognize that, mm. like, Escape from Tarkov is, like, way too... Yeah, but like, you don't bring that on the first date, bro. That's, like, a fifth date. That's, that's a buy yeah. me a drink. That's a buy no. me a drink. That's what I say. No. Like, I need at least dinner before I'm going to listen to your Escape from Tarkov. Unless real. it's breaking okay, news. No, no, no. Like, I mean, you I don't know. Gotta, I don't know. Just gotta, Not on no, first you date. Gotta lead. You gotta, no, you gotta lead with <laughs> all of the weird... Here's the thing. I, you have to make Escape from Tarkov sound interesting to somebody. That's the tough part. That, see, and that it's like, let me tell you. So this is a game that you can't buy because it's ba it's a Russian company that has to do it right. through a front in London. Right. And you're like, wait, like, they, see, that's how you get into it. But yeah, it, again, and what it is, is it's you have to have the sort of social knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Black Tony Stark's got to lead weird and make it sound cool. Because what you're doing is you're demonstrating that like, this is something weird, but I am socially competent enough. And I recognize, I, I understand your vibe enough that I'm able to like make something weird appeal to you. Right. And mm -hmm. I think that too interesting. Often this is no, sorry. This is a very, no, I'm just, this is a really interesting. I'm, I'm learning I, a lot. Thank you for, for going on. And with men and women, and it's with women too, right? Like, cause there are things like, look, I'm going to be real with you. I love reality TV. Oh I like God. below deck med is my jam. And like, mm -hmm. and, and, and it's so, there's so many women that are like, Oh, like he's not into that. It's like, no, I'm very catty. Lady. Like you need to understand I'm extremely catty and I love that. But 
like you have to be willing to like explain it to me like if i haven't maybe necessarily like figured out like i want to hear all about the weird dynamics going on right yeah honestly if you just give me a movie or like it's always the weird video games nick nicky like just like i think okay so i i love it right i love it i think i i'm so glad that you have a an interest, a hobby, like that's awesome. Like I'm so excited. I also have extremely weird hobbies that I've made whole careers around of, like no joke. So like I'm in it. We're the ones keeping small businesses afloat. Okay. Um, and I just, <laughs> I just worry though for a first date, that would be a deep dive and maybe with more social practice and like back in, like I said, like genuine social practice, like just practicing the the beginnings of a first date where you're not throwing all of this baggage of your nerddom like like i want you to get to the point where i feel no, safe no 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 with okay. you, you like hold, I, here's I, yeah I think, I, I think safe I think, enough okay, that i'm able like no this is this is trench this is trench warfare this is like the oh the, is the, it like yeah, no, this is, this is, yeah, this yeah. is the other. I'm sorry. I don't, I, I don't listen to any of these like right gender now. war things. So no, I don't no, 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 no. this very thing is you're, what you're saying right now mm -hmm. uh, is, is I, I get what you're saying, but I think it's, it, you're reading from your own experience with guys who have done this completely fucking wrong. What I'm trying to say. Yeah, obviously. And, I, I we're, and we're most women have trauma related to this. So it's like <laughs> advising yeah, what, what, newcomers to the stage that think this is a good idea. Like, so I think it's about the back and forth, right? Like it's a, it's, you're telling, like, okay, sorry. Hold on, hold sorry. on. I think what it is for a lot of guys is that they don't know how to make the things that they're into sound interesting, right? So like, okay, I do, yeah, I do woodworking. Like people know that I do woodworking as a hobby. And mm -hmm. now that I, you know, now I actually kind of do it professionally, but uh, I do woodworking, yeah, cool. right? Now, um, how, like, how do I make that sound interesting to some? Like, I don't like just like, hang out with people and then tell them about my woodwork obviously like i'm not like like uh you know yeah i'm, I'm not i'm not like going on first dates now it's kind of late for that and talking about my woodworking but but uh when people it ask comes me what up, I was naturally, up to, you know yeah when people ask me what i was up to i'm like oh you know i was in the shop in the shop doing what like well i was doing a pretty interesting thing look at the table that we're sitting at right now yeah okay do you where do you think it was do you think it was handmade or do you think it was made out of ikea or like, you know, there was a, was a purchase from Ikea or like Wayfair. Well, probably like Wayfair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you like Ikea furniture? Well, no. It fucking sucks. Why? Because the third or fourth time that you move, it falls apart. Exactly. The Ikeafication of culture is killing us because we buy cheap quality furniture that's not actually cheap in price anymore. Everything sucks. It's uh, And I'm doing my best to combat that by making good quality wood furniture. That's right. I'm a woodworker. Yeah. And, and like, show me a cool picture. Yeah. And what I think is just, um, I'm trying, I'm trying to yeah. remove regarding my hobby. And so I think where it comes Let to me show you all the debates I've won against women on the internet. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the so, coolest yeah, so thing. The thing with, yeah. Uh, guys in video oh games is that they don't make it interesting. Like it's like they're, if your hobby is video games, fine. Your hobby is video games, but make it sound interesting to somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, and, and here's here's how I here's how I do it, right? Like, because you know, one of the big refrains I think is like, listen to women, and it's like, listen to the woman that is across from you, or listen yes. to the man that is across from you, and and yeah. figure out what their vibe is, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and that's I because like, 
the thing is, there's the being able to explain something stupid like Escape from Tarkov is mm. is not going to be, for example, just just a, a perfect example of of something that I'm into, kind of. Mm. Where it's like it's it's not super easy for me to immediately know the best way to explain that to someone. So the way that I do it is I I have to like you know I start the conversation like and I and you try to suss out okay what about this person like makes them tick what are they into like how do they react to things and I think where you one thing I want to point at or we'll go back to is when you said that um, like there's trauma from from guys oversharing their hobbies, I think, and like, obviously I think, I, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking for you. So correct me if I'm mm, wrong, but like, mm. I think that's slightly joking. Like, I don't think. Yes, obviously like, that is a, obviously, that is a obviously. Somebody was saying like, Oh, like, like that's not I'm like, no, no, it's a joke. Whereas I think guys, it's like, we have trauma from like carrying dates of like, this really? Oh, yes. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Yes. Wow. Cause I've heard oh, the complete yeah. opposite from all of my all of my female friends like it's like they're carrying the entirety of the of the date and to the point where like they've organized it they've set it up so it's like well, and oh, then like what, they show up that's not what we're talking about okay okay so we're we're, we're just talking about completely date, different setting it up. Things. No, we're talking about like yeah. in the date having to carry mm-hmm. the conversation yeah it, it's like because look i'm gonna i'm gonna be straight up with you i don't think that this is a problem with you <laughs> I, yeah I obviously think, i think you're i think you're you're safe <laughs> But there's so many situations where you're talking and it's just like, so what are you into? It's like, no, you know, I like, I like, you know, I go to like wine nights or I'm into painting. Like, oh, what are you into painting? Oh, you know, this and that. So are you you talking about, okay, so I, okay. So are you talking about basic bitches? Okay. Like who are into Starbucks and the Ugg boots? I mean, or are you talking about people who don't feel safe enough to Tell their deep dark secrets and their special interests. Well, I'm not. I'm not, I'm so, not asking you like. I'm not. Like, asking they're you like, like, oh, this is a weirdo. Because like girls, I think in general, like when they're when they have interests, like truly, they have something that they're really passionate about. It they kind of gotta be low key because I men will still, find that intimidating. Okay. Okay. Maybe. I want to interject okay. one thing first no, off. Please. Young uh, Teddy. All women do is watch Netflix and eat Chipotle. That's fucking sick, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> dude, <laughs> nobody's eating at Chipotle anymore. Who's eating oh, okay. at Chipotle? I, I used to, I used to work at Chipotle for, yeah. for a, over a year. I was actually almost a, a manager of my Chipotle when I was in college. So uh, that I take that directly to my heart. Um, but, oh, no, I, mean, I ate Chipotle in college, but not, you know. Oh, I, I literally, there were weeks where I would have to work like double shifts because we were short staffed and oh. there, I would like realize like I haven't eaten anything but Chipotle <gasps> in two weeks. Oh, that's okay. If you're working there and yeah, were you, do you have to pay? Yeah. Okay, good. As long as you're not paying them for the food. Cause that's trash. Like they should at no, least no. give you one meal. They, they, at least, at least when I was there, you got one meal as long as you, or you got two, one meal per shift. So long as you ate it in the restaurant. And then you would get half off once a day on anything you were taking out. So like I mm. ate a lot of food. Yeah. It was yeah. worth it. I, Wor- worth I, it. Worth it. They didn't pay I, you I, anything. So worth it. Yeah. No, I, I like we weren't allowed to accept tips. Anyway, getting back oh to the Oh my main God. Food. It's horrible. Um, they had a tip jar, but like nobody pays in cash. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, um, no, but like I think that the issue is it's. Like where it's like, so what are you into? And it's like, oh, I'm into like, and they'll just give you, you know, wine. 
and you're like, okay, well, what kind of wine? Like, and it's just like, oh, you know, like it's just whatever. Like I go to wine tastings occasionally. And it's just like, it's like you're trying to like pull a conversation mm. out of her. Like, like, do you, like, what wineries have you been to? Have you been, you know, to, to like when, when I was living in DC, like, have you gone to like any Virginia wineries? How about Maryland wineries? Have you like, do what, like, are your favorite crackers that go with wine? Like, I'm just trying to like anything to get other than it's like, no, just wine. Like, okay. Mm. Okay, I mean, like, sometimes it is just wine. Like. But the thing is, like, when I ask you, like, what your hobbies are, what I'm trying to get at is I'm trying to start a conversation. Like, I want to hear yeah. from you. And if it's just, like, they're just, like, not giving me anything. And there are times mm. when I'll get done with a date and I get back with my buddy and I'm like, man, what? Like, I just could Like, that was, like, this girl is not into me at all. And then it'll turn out later, I'll find out, like, oh, she was like, wow, yeah, like, I thought we really clicked. And I'm like, what? You thought we really clicked? I didn't. I was sitting. So wait, there wait, like, she, was she saying that to you or to a third party? Like, because like was, women it, it will was, like ha- make something, you know, professionally. You know, we'll try to make no, no, ourselves no, no. I mean, sound like, nicer so we don't get murdered. Well, no, I mean, like, it's like, come on, it's, it's at a. I'm not like, I'm not like, please give me like a, a one through ten rating. I'm finding out later through like friends. That, yeah, like, an exit interview. Yeah, so yeah, we had like an exit interview at the end of a date. Um, although, I had a woman that actually did something like that once. Oh, really? Oh my god, that's so funny. She she, oh, she no. put me on the stand. And she's like, I'm like, she's like, so do you think we're gonna go on another date? And I'm like, oh yeah, maybe we'll see. Like you know, I'm like, like you know what? If she has a schedule and she's planning a vacation, she needs to know. You know, uh, but it was it was it was sort of like this is sort of the thing. I love, I love like, how you come up with a you come up with like a scenario in every single situation that we raise where it's like, well, maybe that wasn't weird what she did. It's like, no, it was yeah, and then and it's then not like, like, well, it's like honestly, well, respect her time. Half like, the time, men come late to the goddamn date and like don't even want to pay. So it's late, fashionably late. I think is acceptable. But like, I mean, sometimes, well, I mean, it may be a generational thing too. Like, I think within each little generation, if they're if they're dating within their like i guess their level i guess within like the age groups and stuff or like does that make sense like 20s 30s people who've started dating started dating you know kind of thing sometimes there's like habits that are like just because of lack of practice or because of like just generation like like level difference uh, depending on how like many like if they had female sisters okay or like you know if they had if the boy had sisters like literally will treat them better like a better human being from the yeah, beginning no, I, for, more for practice me, in a social dynamic or let me or, let me, let me know, be very like, clear when i when i say this like basically, okay. i i was basically trying to diplomatically say i am not interested in having a second and then when I basically had to kind of come out and just say, like, you know, I don't think yeah. I really felt the spark. And she's like, why? What do you mean, why? Like, and basically, she's like interrogating me at the end of the date. And I'm just sort of sitting here like, like she was getting like kind of aggressive with it. I, she's like, was it was it something I did? Was it something I said? I'm like, Ooh, that but no. see, that's that would make me in that. I'm I'm compassionate for her. Like if I was in your situation responding to that, I'm like, man, she bit through some shit. Like there's something that's causing this to happen. And then yeah, I would but softly that doesn't mean but that's, that doesn't But that's in general, that's yeah. usually how I treat other hold people. Up, I usually try up, to soften their <laughs> No, no, no. The, okay, here's and this is this goes for like men and women. The mm. fact that you've been put through some shit in your previous dates and relationships does not give you license to put other people through some weird shit. 
I'm sorry. That like that's that gets settled with the person who put you through it. Anything past that that you're doing to other people, that's on you. It's like what it, I mean. First off, what it shows to me is like a lot, a very much like the same way you say like men don't know how to like socialize. Like that mm-hmm. shows a lack of social grace, right? It's like no, no, no. I am. Oh no, that, I'm. I wouldn't say that to them in person. I'm saying this to you because it's the topic of this. Yeah, no. Know, and, should I've been like, nicer. It, Sorry. And, and like, if you want to say that in like a text, that's perfect. Like, I, I, I will actually be much more like receptive to you if it's over text. But if it's like in the restaurant and you're like, so what do you mean? What, oh, what, this what is in I person. Say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was in person. I was sitting in a restaurant like, like, um, hi. Yeah. Like, I'm letting you down easy. I, I like, honestly, I'm kind of not like, I didn't want to be like, I'm kind of mm-hmm. not attracted to you. Kind of pretty big difference between you. And, like, not a huge difference, but like, I'm not like the conversation wasn't great. Uh, you seem kind of weird and I'm not that attracted to you. So like, and it seems like kind of mean, but I, I like she was trying to like get me to be mean to her. And I'm like, no, I like I'm trying to be diplomatic and get out of this restaurant. Right. Like, yeah. You, and, and it's like she was just not accepting. No, like she was. Oh. I kept trying to be wow. like, wow, what a what a terrible experience you've you've dealt. No, no, but that's, not, you know, not someone not taking no for an answer. No, I'm not trying to like turn this into like again like a jet like but the point I'm yeah. trying to say is it's like like but I empathize what, with you holy. No, and and I think that like that's that's where it's it's the same thing where it's like you see this lack of social grace and it's like very off putting right um mm. and and it, with a guy especially and I think that there's a little more attention with men because like yeah with men it's like if a guy is being weird like that you're like oh this guy's like a serial killer whereas I think with women it's a little more like it's not as commonly discussed of like oh, they, they, like, this woman just does not have social grace. And she's, like, being really weird. And there isn't really, I'll put it like this, there isn't really a textbook for guys for, like, how to get out of that other than, like, being incredibly rude. Is um, there like, a text, well, I guess, is there a text for how to build social grace? Like, honestly, uh, I, feel, I feel a lot of people could read that and benefit besides it just being like, oh, yeah, taught by your parents. Like, I mean, it, that's it, kind of the I mean, I was hoping that this whole sorry, the like the whole like um, the Andrew Tate's and like, obviously not that but like, the attempt by that kind of party to like, you know, teach young people social grace and older people social grace as well. I think that would benefit society like but the fact that it's this manosphere type environment which obviously that's a that's a completely its own thing because like it's a money experiment right like that's that's a a grifter doing a grift and getting a a a, a, like a nice little audience but i I wish there was just more now that and now that Andrew that, Tate you know. is, is back on Twitter, which can I just oh is he oh I haven't I don't follow that shit I blocked all no, those like, motherfuckers like day I, one. Can I just say like man, they really did him dirty by just letting him back onto Twitter, like the worst <laughs> social, the most non monetizable social media platform. They're like, yeah, yeah. No, you're not on Instagram, not on YouTube anymore, but uh, you get Twitter, you can at least get yelled at by people now. <laughs> it's like, but I. I, I think that what it is, is like, yeah, you're right. It's like a lack of social grace that sort of both men and women, I, I think that 
women traditionally have oh my more are, are, are have slandered more. in the chat i would never i would never i would okay i would never yeah. date someone who listens to pod save america that's a red flag to me okay i just want to make what, sure. what i think it is is that here's how i put it I, I think that one thing that you're definitely seeing as a change in the dating pool and the, and mm. the, the cult dating in america is that women are now being expected to be a little more forward and initiate things more this is something that q and i talk about interesting like we, I definitely i've noticed because the thing i've noticed recently is that women a lot of women are starting to sound a lot like men where they're getting like really really angry about being like rejected which is something that, that didn't used to happen as much right they didn't it didn't because i think that there was more of an expectation that men would sort of approach you and then you sort of like accept or decline but they're like they've already sort of demonstrated interest where i think that now women are being expected to be more open and demonstrate interest and in a lot of cases and again with you i don't think that you have this issue but like women are expected to be a little more like open and outgoing and like confident and and again like look cold approaching somebody is really awkward really uncomfortable and and it's kind of like, I, I have huge empathy for these women. It's really awkward, and you're putting yourself out there. And when you get rejected, it is brutal. It sucks. Like, it, yeah. it sucks. And I think it's – and, like, women, I think, for the first time are like, oh, like, no. Like, because there is more now of an expectation where it's like you're supposed to be a little more forward. It's like, no, they're mm -hmm. experiencing getting shot down for the first time. Like, at, at, not to say that no woman ever did this before. Right. Obviously, women have approached men in the past. This is how I get all of my girlfriends. I'm a wallflower and I don't talk to women. I just mm -hmm. like hide in a corner. But there's more of, I think that you're starting to see more of an expectation and that is being reflected in how women talk about dating. I, I have noticed a shift where it's like they start to sound a lot more like men. And, and I find that very interesting. And I don't necessarily know what. Well, yeah, these positive. things that we're hearing now about, uh, you know, like having anxiety about going up and talking to guys and like all of this stuff was, I think, fairly well hashed out by dudes in like the mid 2000s. These were conversations that we were having 15, 20 years ago. Um, and, and I just want to say, by the way, like, I just want to say, Yeltsin, thank you for, because uh, yeah. I've, I've, I've just moved on. Thank you, thank you for, that, uh, for that, that conversation. I think it's fairly illuminating. Um, I do think that we, should probably try to understand each other a little bit better because like I, I, I mean about this, I think a lot of the times we judge ourselves by our motives and other people by their actions. And there's a little bit of grace needed on both sides. Um, karma. What's up? How are you doing? Hi, I'm well. How are you guys? I'm good. That's cool. I was just listening and based off of like what's being said, so a lot of people suffer from internal distress, internal trauma, that they are unable to vocalize, often unable to even process. They don't have no clue that they're even dealing with it because we're taught that some stuff that does induce or produce trauma is not trauma producing. Maybe it'll be childhood parenting um, styles and methods, or perhaps it'll be just like, you know, if your friends are picking on you, oh, that's no big deal. But like 
a lot of people, we, we, we are frequencies, we're vibrations, we're different energy levels. And so a lot of people are dealing with stuff that they're unable to communicate vocally or even um, written. And so they kind of go in a hermit mode. So they're not able to express themselves. So what they're doing at this point is observing. They're observing the peers, the examples that are being set for them, the reality TVs, the social medias, and sometimes experiences, but it just depends on how many experiences are being had based off of, again, the impact of the trauma. Because some people, like I said, if they're in hermit mode, they may or may not be going out out in hermit mode, just observing the surroundings and taking in who they should be, or in hermit mode, completely secluded and not engaging or interacting with social social activities at all. So when we're dealing with situations like this, it comes to a point to where we have no idea who we are because we've been told who we are. We've been told by our moms. We've been told by our dads. We've been told by television. We've been told by our friends. We've been told by everyone except our internal voice. So now we have no clue of what we actually like, what actually makes us feel good, and what's actually going to flourish us. So what we do is we conform. And this is what I mean by conformity. I'm not like... I do not, I don't like to say I do not care because I care about all love is understanding at its highest elevation. I like to consider myself having an elevated understanding for most. And if not all, I know I have some sort of love and for all things, beings, creatures, and situations. So I've been in circumstances to where like I've done the, like you, like where it was the norm to have two partners and it was actually imposed on me by my partner but it wasn't him having another partner he actually insisted that i had another partner and um that was kind of different to me because at that time we were married and for me marriage is a sacred bond so i'm not really getting married to kind of have a bunch of other guys too, but that was because he was dealing with internal internal stuff that well, I had. Me and my, to me and my cousin getting married, getting married to a chick, man. <laughs> me and my cousin. <laughs> wow, did you, do, did you do the cousin walk at Thanksgiving dinner, Rory? Yeah, me and my cousin. No, 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 like, no. It's like me, me and my bro. Like we gotta. <laughs> no, seriously, nail on the head. But um, yeah. So with those type of situations, though, again, me being an understanding person. I know that came from trauma. I didn't know that at the time. At the time, I'm like, you're crazy. Like, what's going on? Run, run as fast as you can. But truth be told, it's like, oh, wow, you have some stuff going on on the inside that's kind of icky, and you don't really know how to talk about it. Mm, Okay. So what I've learned, that depending on how connected I am to a person, how much the relationship means to me, it determines my response. That's something I work on because, again, balance is ultimate. But truth be told, if you care more about a person, so I think, Q, you were saying that you had friends that would basically just be in your friends because they were hoping they have a shot with you. Okay, so when they get rejected, they've put a lot into it. Granted, you've only been putting friendship coins in, but they've been putting friendship with a side of, it uh, hope for intimacy. They put extra in, so the sure, response is going to be I'm a saying, little though, bit is different. That, but yeah, but our thing, relationship though. was one of friendship. So if they had, you know, if they had other designs past that, like if they had uh, any idea, they should have vocalized friends. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they should have said it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, sort of, it's it's like because this this happens a lot with guys where um, it's like oh, like I put so much more effort in. It's like yeah, but I didn't ask you to. Right. It's it's one sided. Right. It's like mm-hmm. you like this is 
you expected something out of this that I didn't have. And you acted in such a way in this friendship that I did not, you know, I did not lay out the groundwork for. And this, I, I will say, this is something that women, because I think traditionally women aren't expected to initiate um, relationships as much as, as men are, where it's like they, I know Q, if you agree with this, but there's a lot of times you'll have these things where it's like, it's very obvious that this woman is like trying to hit on, or it's like, she's trying mm-hmm. to insinuate that she wants you to ask her out, but she never does it enough that you can reject her. Right. It's this weird middle ground of like, it's very obvious. I understand. It's, it's, it's very much like trying, it's like trying to create pl- plausible deniability in the event of a rejection. And, and so it's what like, it means is that well, I can't what, what actually that's reject not, you. That's not what I meant. Yeah. It's yeah, like, I can't like, reject you. It's like, I, cause there's no point. You've never asked me out on a date. So I can't just out of the blue be like, by the way, uh, just I'm in not case you were expected. Yeah. yeah. It's like, cause of course I wouldn't because you've never indicated to me that that's what you want. And yet I understand just from like social grace that that is what you're, you want so it's like uh, you, you get caught in these weird cycles so okay. I, I think that you you know what eliminates the weird integrity and i understand it's a hard pill to swallow because what happens if they who cares they don't like me who cares what if they talk of who cares like you're important you know you're important yeah, you, 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 just, you matter you, have to, you. To, you just have to like at the end of the day like you gotta and this is for guys and for women too i yeah. think with guys it's more culturally expected that you like ask a woman out um, so there, it's maybe less so, although with a lot of guys, they, they're too shy or awkward to do that. But with women as well, it's like, no, you just have to ask. You, you well, even really... if you're not asking out, at least lay your standards on the table. Like if you see a guy that you're interested in, I listen, and you're a girl, like just for your own heart's sake. <laughs> so you know what you're getting into because you'll put a lot of emotions into something that is nothing. And so why not just say, you know, I kind of really like you. Like my heart has been stuck in some nonsense and I'm starting to feel you. And I think I should let you know that because you might here's, not feel the same the, way. Here's the thing. Here's, here, okay, so the problem, okay, I, I see exactly what you're saying. And as somebody that is DNA incompatible with, like not saying what's on my mind it just it strikes me as just really weird that somebody cannot be straightforward and say hey this is how i feel about you and and give enough as you say social grace that if the other person doesn't feel the same way that we can just continue on as normal it doesn't get weird people make this stuff weird but the unfortunate thing is what what actually is behind all of that like both the fear of even bringing it up in the first place and also like just the utter fear of rejection. And I think people get so afraid of rejection that they'll deliberately reject other people so that they don't have to ever feel rejected. Cause there's no such thing as ever being rejected. You're not actually getting rejected. What's happening is you're asking somebody for something and they said, no, that's it. If one of my kids asks me, okay, for example, tonight, um, one of my kids asked me for McDonald's, right? I asked, have you eaten dinner? Yeah, we had dinner. Okay. Did you finish your dinner? No then you're not getting McDonald's. It's as simple as that. It's just, it's just, it's just simple. Like you made a request and I'm saying no. And I, I, it's, it's, it's so strange to and me. It's that not people... you being rejected. It's your request being rejected. Yeah, which exactly. Is, yes, do, I, do I love my kids? Absolutely. It doesn't mean anything about them. It just means like, no, the answer is no. So it's the same thing where it comes to uh, somebody 
asking somebody else out on a, on a date or asking them to like even date at all. And they take the, the no answer as like, this is just ruined everything. The only reason it ruined anything is because you expected something out of that person that they never actually agreed to. And you're going to hold it against them that they don't agree to it. That's where because the you made is. you formulated an idea concept in your mind, and you never even right. incorporated them on the development. And so you, how can you didn't even ask see? them how they felt about that exactly. whatsoever. You already had everything planned out. It's like, no, sorry, like you're not the main character of life. It doesn't really work that way. So the, the, right, it's so, my life, and you're either going to yeah. fit into it my way, or you're not welcome. So you're saying no to me. Okay, well I don't like you anymore. But it's just like, but. I might have not said no if I got to know you. I'd like to be your friend first because what if you're a serial killer psychopath? I would like to know that because you're very hot and extremely rich. But what if you're a psycho? I would just like to get to know you, hang out with you. What happens when we walk down the street? Do you yell at wild birds? Sometimes I do. So what do you do when we do regular stuff at the park? Like, how can I make you my partner? And you haven't done any partner type stuff with me. Like, you know how much of a load I carry? or how much a load you carry. I haven't done anything towards you to be presented as a partner. Let's be realistic. What makes me an ideal partner for you when we're not even friends yet? And that's the part that people have such a hard time dealing with because it's like, we're not even friends with ourselves. Like, do you like you? How can I like you if you're not sure that you like you? And granted, people are sent into our lives to help us heal, but we have to be real about it. Hey, I got a lot of healing to do. I like you a lot though. I would love to be with you. I got a lot of healing to do, but I like you a lot. I would love you to help me heal. I don't understand. I mean, I know you have your own life. You might have some stuff going on that does not allow you to be able to fit into my request. But I at least keep it in mind that um, your, your words, they help me get by. That just being around you makes me feel better. Stuff like that. Be vulnerable enough to keep it real. Care about yourself enough that if something is making you feel good, you should keep it around. No matter what that means, no matter what it takes, even if it means keeping it around as a friend. Because Friendships last longer than relationships in most cases. Look, we're talking about failed relationships now, but chances are you're still friends with somebody you went to high school with, college with, but might be in a different relationship. It's like, it's okay to start on the first level. Everything starts at the basic level. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Do you know how beautiful it is to grow something from genuine connection as opposed to forcing something because you want it so bad? That's when people go out and rob banks because they want that car so bad. Or that's when they go rob grandmothers or stuff like, because they want it so bad. This lifestyle has been presented. I have to have it. And it's not fair because it might not even be something you fit in. And that's why a lot of people, they'll do commit a crime, go sit in jail and realize, you know what? I did some really stupid stuff because now they've had time to sit down and think. Imagine how much trauma, how much strife you save if you think first. If you even have help with thinking, like you were saying, having different friends with different opinions or different thought processes. People are afraid of that because I see you hanging out with them, but you're usually hanging out with them. Oh, man, you're two-faced. We're so worried about what people are going to say about us, but we should care more about us than what anyone else has to say. How do I feel about me right now? Well, right now I feel really shitty. I feel bad because I like him over there, but I cannot like him because his yeah, friends yeah. say no. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I definitely get where you're coming from. And I, I think that, yeah, like being the, the willingness to be able to be, you know, vulnerable Honest. in a relationship. I mean, honest, you know, and, and with honesty comes vulnerability. That's always, that's always the case, right? I mean, you know, you are part of, you know, 
of like going on a date and part of being in this is, is, you know, you, you want to, like I said, you want to upsell yourself, but also, you know, there's also, you don't want to be too insincere. Right. So I know Q, if you have uh, anything you want to add in, but yeah, thank you for, uh, thank you for, t uh, calling karma. Um, you know, definitely like, uh, like it's important to have those kinds of ideas and, and to understand, you know, the idea of like vulnerability and how, how that applies to, uh, applies to dating, especially because that's something that you know, I don't think people really talk about very much. Yeah. Oh, and right, how you doing? Uh, yeah, go ahead. And, and by the way, Karma, thank you for the, uh, thank you for the comment. Doing good fellas. Appreciate y'all. Um, this conversation that I've heard has been, uh, Quite, quite interesting from a quote unquote outside perspective. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I'll say, I'll say that it's been, uh, been pretty interesting, but like, I guess touching on this topic, like the female, whatever somebody zone, says interesting in I that guess tone I just, of voice, I, I take it in the same tone <laughs> as like when people, when people say that there's a Chinese curse that goes something like, may you live in interesting times. Don't we know? Don't we? There's a sense of don't we? Boom around that. Oh, hey, sure. bro! Like, it ain't so everything ahead, in the context yeah. of impending doom? It's all. It's all good. Um, I guess, like, um, when I hear the word "female friend zone," I really think about uh, kind of how, like, how men in social spaces, like kind of socially ostracize women in some ways. And I specifically mean that like, uh, okay, before, before I get into this, I'll say I will never accuse any man of doing anything I haven't done myself. And I'll start by saying my own examples by myself that I've had, like sometimes like uh, in the past when I've experienced female friends of mine who I knew who were very attractive and then I saw them years later on Instagram and they were pregnant and for no reason at all I just unfollowed them. It was I didn't think anything about it. I didn't think it was anything that was bad or good, but until I realized that's how women are usually ostracized in like IRL, like in real life, I honestly feel like that's something we have to assess. As men, and I feel like that's something that but we don't one talk thing I about. Touch on because, like, I, I think that I, I think a lot of us, but I, I, I would, I know at least as a man, but I think a lot of women too. Where it's like one thing about social media is that you sort of attract like detritus, right? Of, I, I hate to say that; that sounds kind of mean, but it, it's like pe relationships that ordinarily, like, there, I like, I'm on Instagram and I'm following people I hooked up with like three years ago four years ago and i'm like in in an ordinary world i would have nothing to do with this person anymore, right they live in like montgomery alabama now or like in denver colorado right like i tr like traditionally i would not have any more experience but i still kind of do right because of social media so i think that I think that guys are, and, and women too, are a little weird about like unfollowing. So it's like, oh, like, am I just unfollowing them because they're in a relationship? It's like, no, like you realize like, why am mm -hmm. I following this person, right? Like, why am I still keeping tabs on like a woman I like 
we dated briefly in college, right? It's like, it's pointless. It's like, why am I still fall? Like, like we're never going to get back together. She lives in Seattle. Like what, what am I doing? But do you know why I bring that up though? Like the reason why I say that is to put it into context of how I mentioned before, how I guess women are treated on social media. Like that example was like, how sometimes algorithms work as well because like if you look on like statistics on instagram like when women have babies or depending upon if they're sex workers they are treated certain ways by the algorithm and i'm saying that because the algorithm is created by people and people are representative of society well, and i'm saying that, Here, like, let me let me be very clear Nobody okay. wants to see baby pictures unless I'm close. Like, like I am so happy. Like the algorithm, they are correct. why? The- why does that make you it- uncomfortable? What's no, wrong with people like, having children? It's like I because your your baby looks like every other baby. I'm sorry. I hate to sound rude, but it's like I just it, like people will sit there and they'll show you pictures of your kids. Like if it's somebody I know and I'm close with, yeah, I'd love to see your kids. But if it's somebody I like met two years ago in like a business relationship, I'm like, oh, okay, man. Like, like, I, I mean, I'll, so I'll what's like, your solution to that to unfollow them? What's your solution? No, you have the algorithm do it automatically for you. They're like, Oh yeah. Like nobody wants to see pictures of kids down. You go. Like, I, I Why, like, this is, do you not one, think that's a bad thing when that happens? Doesn't everybody deserve to just be themselves and post whatever they want to? If they're like in your well, circle, here's my, here's my question: and you put why, them there, why can't they post whatever they want to? Why does it have like, to? No, I'm not saying I they're guess, not allowed to post it, but why is it that they have to have the maximum reach with their posts? Sorry, once I go on, I'm just gonna. Uh, so oh, that that wasn't supposed to happen. Sorry, I had to. I had to meet Owen because he had like a whole lot of background noise going on there, and I couldn't hear you, Rory. But uh, yeah, sorry about that. No, no, no worries. I, the the thing is with Owen. What you the, the the thing I want to hone in on is that what you're saying is, it's like well aren't shouldn't they be allowed to post whatever they want? And it's like well I at no stage am I saying you're not allowed to post what you want. What I'm saying is, I I don't especially care about seeing especially if it's somebody close that I interact with a lot. Obviously, I it's nice to keep tabs on their family and like I want to see them. But when it's somebody that I'm like, it's like a a person from like a. a track team i was on in high school it's like i don't i don't care about your kid i'm sorry you know and and so like the fact that that's not like immediately popped to the top of my algorithm it's like it it doesn't really it doesn't matter and and the question is instead of focusing on should they not be allowed to post it it's like does it matter that it doesn't have the reach that other pictures would have and and i think that's a fair question right Maria, how's it going? Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, what's up? What's up? I'm so excited to call in. Nice, nice to hear your voice uh, again, by the way. Yeah. Oh, thank you, buddy. Thank you. I miss you guys. Um, yeah, it's been, so, been a long time. Um, I'm so glad that you guys were talking about this because I'm going through a whole like crush scenario. Um, Lay it on me. So I need some advice. Um. So I know that we were talking about like female friend zones and things like that. I think that I'm like definitely guilty of like doing that to guys in the past because I think like, you know, like my past like dating trauma or whatever has like impacted me. So I've been like just this like very like 
I'm independent. I'm going to go, you know, like create my own, like, you know, castle or whatever the hell you want to call it. And I'm not going to like, let anybody come in and like bother me. Right. But that's like definitely bad because like, I don't, you know, I don't let people in. Um, and it's hard for me to like meet people like outside because like, I am kind of a hermit. And then like, when I go out, like, I'm usually with, like, a bunch of my friends. Um, But, like, I have this situation right now where, like, this guy where, like, we've been kind of, like, back and forth, like, through the years. And we've never, like, been, like, super intimate. You know, never slept together or anything like that. We're, like, he's, like, like, we're back. He's, like, we're, like, I don't know. Like, he's back on social media. And I have, I want to, like, reach out to him. But, like, I guess, like, my imposter syndrome and, like, past trauma just, like, makes me not, like, want to do it. Like, you know, you guys were talking about, like, the fear of, like, being rejected, right? And I think people, like, have this assumption of me that, like, people think, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, she's just, like, broad, like, she doesn't, you know, she, it's not going to bother her. But, like, no, I have a, like, such a fear of rejection that I completely avoid it and and so for that i actually want to ask you why is it that in the past because i mean i don't really understand i don't really know like the the dynamic of this relationship but why have you guys not gotten together in the past so the first time i kind of pushed him away because like it was after my parents had passed away i wasn't in like i was i just didn't want to be bothered right like i like spent like a couple like two and a half years like going through this really like deep you know therapy process where i just didn't want to be bothered so he came around like last year after he like broke up with this girl and we like like almost hooked up he was gonna come back over and then all of a sudden he just fucking disappears disappears so like i didn't reach out to him or anything like but i was like oh shit like and i just kind of like chalked it up to like he's probably back with his girlfriend but like now he's like back like he because like he'll do like just dumb shit like you know he'll delete his whole social media you know and he won't like be on for like a whole year or whatever and then all of a sudden like he popped back up like literally a couple days ago and i'm like like, I feel like I, like, I wonder, cause I know he, I know he like, I mean, I fucking know he obviously likes me. Right. But like, I just don't know where it's going to, like, I'm scared to even see where it would even go. That's why I wouldn't even reach out to him. Well, I, here's the thing. Like, if you know that he's into you, I mean, I would say like, you know, what, what the question I would have is what are you waiting for? Are you waiting for him um, to reach out to you or are you waiting for like, a, yeah, like look, it's almost like I'm waiting. Do you have a third party you could invite out? Get him to, to Whoa, hey, out. Whoa, no, 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 no. About that, dude. Okay. Yeah. Right. No, no, no. You invite. Oh, no, I'll, I'll you, see where this is going, but all right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And no, like, look, engineer a situation where you two are in a physical social, like, uh, like a bar or something. Like, do you have like a third party? Where it's like, where like where you would feel more comfortable, like there's not the pressure of a date, right? Because like, just like I agree, asking somebody out of the blue 
on a date, it's it's a lot, right? And and there's all this social pressure. Maybe you don't necessarily want to like you you want to maybe suss things out a little more. You know that you're into him, he's into you, but like you know, maybe you're not quite sure. You're maybe too worried to like overcommit, but at the same time, like maybe try to engineer a situation where you're in a social setting where you're able to interact with each other without the pressure of a date. Because I will say that like a date is a lot more high pressure than a than like a social outing with friends. I know, Q, yeah, do you agree with I, that? Kinda, but I, I, I'm not a fan of like eating around the bush. Um I'm, I'm just oh, a fan of the Come on. You can have Sorry. a little bit of intrigue so in your life. Like... No, no. I, I, don't, thing, I, don't like, I don't like engineering situations um, to, to force an outcome. Or rather, engineering You're situations with the hopes an of an outcome. outcome that I want. It's really just, and for me, it's just like, yeah, just being straight up. And here's the other thing. I like, you, you know, and Q, you know me more. I'm, like, not, mm-hmm. like, like, I do have a friend that obviously is, like, you know, she's, like, we both know him because it's like weird like in pittsburgh it's like if you've been like you know i mean it's anywhere like if you've been in a scene right you've known all of these people for years and years and years but i'm not like one of those like date people like i am kind of i mean i'll go on a date or whatever but like i'm chill like i like the last time he was over here we came over and he was like smoked weed and fucking listen to music like that's really kind of what uh, but I'm scared to do that because I'm like, all right, is this going to fuck with my emotions at a time that, like, I can't have that happen? I think that's my big thing is, like, I'm scared to take that leap because I've done all of this shit for the past, like, two, three years, right? Like, where I've, like, healed myself, gone through my whole trauma thing, did all that. And now, like, I'm in this, like, part of my career where like it's I don't have a boss anymore right like I'm 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 in a very good place I don't want to like open up anything where I would be like upset does that make sense yeah Yeah, and I I mean it does but I think what you've basically described is I don't want to feel bad if it doesn't go the way that I want it to yes yes. that's why I say and and this is why I say engineer a situation where you are not under the you don't have to put in the investment of a date and there isn't the pressure of a date but you're still interacting with him in you know in like a physical space right so you have because like look i'm going to be honest with you like a, a, a date just straight out of the blue like after not talking for a while can be very awkward but having a situation where you're able to like, and then, you know, like you're, you're able to talk to each other in, in a more relaxed social setting. And then, yeah, like ask like, Hey, like, I really enjoy talking to you tonight. Like, could we grab uh dinner? Uh, do you want to come back to my apartment to watch Paul Harrell uh, gun review videos on YouTube see, for four and a half hours? See, yeah, that's not, that's kind of not an option because like we both work so much. It would have been totally an option like 10, 15 years ago when we were all like out three, four nights a week. You know what I mean? Like throwing like hip hop shows or whatever. And I don't, so like, but I get what you're saying and I like that idea, but I can't do that with him. So basically it's, I just have to stop. Okay. Maria, Maria, let me ask you, let me ask you a quick question. What do you like? What are you afraid of? Like seriously, what are you afraid of? Like, what is what is the worst possible outcome here? Um, that he could reject me. 
No, no, no. again, but I guess, yeah. like, there's no such thing, but yeah, here's, again, yeah. there's no such thing as rejection. There's only people saying no. That's it. That's, that's true. And I do there's like actually no that. such thing as rejection. I do and, like and that refresh. Like, uh, like, unless, unless you were trying to, unless you're trying to take it to the rim on like a, a six foot eight defender, there's no such thing as rejection. Is he, is he like jamming the, the basketball down your face? No, he's just saying no. So again, what are you afraid of? Yeah, I know. You know what? You're right. I just got I should just hit him up. My no, friend, I'm, no, my I'm, friend, I'm asking, like, answer, answer the question to hang with me. What are you actually afraid of? I'm afraid of him not, I'm afraid of him rejecting me, right? Or him disappearing mm-hmm. again and oh, going oh, back oh, to. Like, again, again, he's like, it's not a rejection. He's just saying no. Well, or him saying no, and then that yeah. hurting me emotionally. Right. So and, real. And okay. My... So are so oh, hold, hold up. So you're. I get it. So you're you're afraid of the no, but really, what like what you're really more afraid of is the like emotional stuff that happens after he says no, and that's like ninety eight percent of what causes people to just not be straightforward and have to start playing elaborate games because they don't like that feeling. Like it's it it. it it's the it's the what does this mean? It, there's like the, the thing that happened, which is that he says no, and then there's what you make it mean that sends you off into the, that emotional tailspin, and people don't like that. So I, yeah, I completely understand that. What I'm saying though is that like whatever you made it mean is something that you just you made up. Like it, it didn't right. actually happen. Yeah, it's 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 completely something that you made up in your own head, right? But it didn't actually happen. Yeah, All that yeah. happened was that he said no. And that's a really good reframe and that, and I just, it's, you know, one, you, why didn't you ever go to school to be a therapist? I mean, I know you don't make, you don't make, you don't make any money. Yeah. You right? don't, uh, I, I, and also like, I've just got like, I don't know, like a, a low tolerance for certain kinds of people, but yeah. Oh, that's why you got to work with teenagers. They're so fun. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Um, but no, but like, I do. That's, I think I just have to remember it. And, by the way, Bork, my our friend, right? That's like our third party friend. She wants me to play games. She's like, no, oh, just no, 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 that is that is the joie de vivre, Q. No, He's, yeah, this is no, I'm a, like, no, I'm sorry. No, this is I'm be serious. I, I, I'm a schemer, you? I like schemes, no, and I, no, I appreciate don't. somebody. Wait, so you're saying if I posted that I should post hot pictures on my Instagram and just wait mm. because he's creeping on all my stories. Ah, I sound like okay, good, good. Okay. No, no, no. If you, no, no, if okay, you actually no, no, if you want that. to don't post hot pictures on Instagram, hey, you should That's... just do that because you want to. But with the yeah, yeah, with no, the no, intention that I'm the outcome's is... gonna be that he makes a move, no. No, no, no. What you need to do is you need to go even further. You need to like what what is something that you and he used to like to do? Like you said, like hip hop shows. Find a way to engineer a hip hop show like scenario, right? Again, you gotta commit to the bit. Like when I say I love schemes, I like like I don't just like like no, I, I liked it. Like you have to be a little bit of you have to be duplicitous because that's kind of and there's a funness to it. Q, I'm oh sorry. Like God. I'm sorry. Like, life, there's more to life than just being. If everybody was just straightforward with each other, the world would be a very boring place. It's true. I so this is what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to hit him up, and I'm just going to be like, "Where the 
Like, where the hell have you been? I'm not going to be like, hey, I like you and da 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 da. Like, I'm not going to do that. But I'm just going to no, hit him up. no. You don't have to. You don't have to like give the information dump. You just person. Okay, my personal thing is, what is it that he likes to do that you also like to do? And asking me if you'd like to go and do it together. That is literally all. Like, that's all you. That's all that is necessary. That's it. Do you want to come over and smoke weed and watch uh, yes videos? Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah, no, I mean, like, look, I'm saying there's two ways you approach it. Either one, you you just bite the bullet and you ask him straight, or two, you you go the full opposite direction, right? Because here's the thing: I am just not a person. It's like, oh, I'm messy. No, no, I'm not messy. I like extremes, right? I don't like, I like playing, when you play a game, you play to win, right? You, it's like, I'm going to throw a rap show in, in anticipation that you will show up, right? Like, because here's the thing, now I'm having fun doing something else, right? Now I'm doing something like, it's like, oh, well, that's a lot of work. Yeah, well, you know what, you're, it, as long as it's work you're enjoying, then you're, then so you're, you're telling me to throw it. a rap show? You're telling yes. me to go back to my roots? All right. Go back. I mean, like, or, or opposite, or <laughs> go straight with him. Or go, go straight with like him. Yeah, no, Jay, go straight. That's kind of like a weird ass backwards version of like Jay Gatsby shit, right? Like just yeah. throwing hip hop shows well, just to get his attention. No, no, no. Jay Gatsby, because I, I haven't read that book in a while. You know what? You know what? This is actually very similar to. Um, you know Nick Mullen, right? From of Come Town Fit. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. So, oh, no. I, I've told Q this, but there is a there is a ex, there is a. I remember there was this woman, and she was like a female comedian. I forget her name. Very attractive, by the way. And she's telling this story on a podcast. She's like, "Yeah, I was in New York, and I I met this guy back when I was in New York. I met this guy and." And usually I can tell if a man is like into me or if he's not into me and I can make a decision. But with this guy, it was just like, I was into him, but I was getting nothing from him. Like it wasn't negative. It wasn't positive. It was just weird. So what I did is I ended up throwing, cause it was during the Korean winter Olympics. I ended up throwing a winter Olympics opening ceremony party. At six or at 5 a.m. Because at my apartment, me and my roommate, I'm like, here's what I'll do. I'll throw an opening ceremony party. Because, like, it's at 5 a.m. Nobody is going to show up to your Olympic opening ceremony party at 5 a.m., right? So if he shows up, that means he's interested, right? Because he's going to show up. And, and, like, if he's into me, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll go out of his way to show up. But nobody else, else will. And then we'll figure it out from there, right? So she ends up, and he's like, "Yeah, I, like I, I guess I'll come along." But then two days before, he goes, "Hey, I have a, re- I have a really bad news. I'm out of town tomorrow um, on that day, so I'm not going to be able to come." And she's like, "Oh, that's fine." And then she's like, "Shit, I can't just cancel the party because if I cancel the party now, he's definitely going to know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So she ended up throwing a well at. And then she, like, her roommate had to wake her up at 4 a.m. Like, we need to get ready for this party that you wanted to throw to hit on a guy who's not even in town. <laughs> and so they ended up having a full-on party. Like, people showed up. Like, 
a, like more than like 20 people showed up to their apartment to watch the Korean opening ceremony for the Winter Olympics in like 2014. And, what the fuck? And the best part is there was like a come to, like everybody's like, that's such a funny story. Like it's like a Seinfeld bit. Huh? Like, and then like there's a come town episode. It's like, hey, you guys go into like Mary's like opening ceremony party? It's like, what? It's like, <laughs> Yeah, it's like at 4 a.m. I don't know why she's throwing it that early, but she was like hitting me up, like wanting me to go. And they're like, dude, like probably not. <laughs> like, why would we show up to a 4 a.m. party? He's like, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I guess I, he's like, oh, I, you know, I'm going to be out of town. Um, and, and this was concurrent. So it was like people went back and realized she was talking about about like Nick Mullen. And it's like, yeah, that's the thing. Go full out. Cause now you have a fun story. Now you've thrown a party, right? Don't do a half measure, <laughs> right? The only thing you, the only way I think you can go really wrong is, is half measures. That's the only way. And that's the problem. So, like, so that was a missed, she had a misconnection with Nick Mullen. She had a misconnection with Nick Mullen. And here's the thing. Had she asked it straight, I'm sure it would have been fine. Or she <laughs> threw a, a insane early morning Korean Olympics party. And yeah, did it work? No. But it was fun. Oh I mean, it's goodness. a fun story. And it's like, that's, but that's part of life is having these weird experiences. And if everybody just like writes out what they think, here's the thing. 90, like a mat, like Twitter of all places is the place where everybody writes out where they think, what they think. And it's a nightmare. It's a hellscape. Oh my God. Rory. And, and I'm Rory. sorry. That's true. Did, no Rory. half Rory. measures. You know what? You're, no. you're giving, okay. You're, 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 you're steering her towards good content. I'm trying to steer her towards like, what no, is it she I'm, actually wants? No. And that's, yeah, I'm, like, listen, I'm saying there's one or the other. I have though, tons of stories like that. Tons of hilarious stories. Yeah, I'm. I fucking fell out of a tree four years ago, dude. Like I yeah. have tons of life stories. So now the rap show, it would be fun to do that. And every time, like we're at that age, right? Like me and my friends, like we're in like our like late thirties, early forties, where we're like, man, it sucks that we just see each other when people die. And we're, then we all talk about having a party, but nobody ever does it. So I will throw a rap party. Uh, rap party. <laughs> but I'll throw a show. Uh, but I don't think that I'm going to do it just to get him. Sorry. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. At the, that's the point, right? At the end of the day, even if you don't get him, <laughs> you get a fun show with your friends. And if you go straight, right. you know, you, you're not messing around. You at least got that out of the way. The only way I again, the only way you can fail is if you is if you half measure it either way. Oh my god, right. that's the way. Like if you if right. you try to play a mind game that Maria. doesn't go anywhere, don't listen. I'm to just guy. saying. I'm. I don't have time to throw a party right now. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna take. So go straight. Advice. Go straight. If you can't commit to fully doing the opposite bit, then you got. Then you only have one option, and that's going straight. I mean, and I, I mean, I appreciate the, you know, going extreme, like, you know, listen. Yeah. If you're, I appreciate, shoot for, you know, if shoot for the moon, don't, don't set yourself short, go, go full out. Right. Cause that's, that's how you have like, you know, you get something out of it along the way. Right. And that's the way I look at it. And, and, and again, I'm you not guys are like the, uh, you guys are like the new love line. 
yeah shot of love this is this is the new show wait what yeah love line oh wait whoa are you saying that we're oh lord oh no uh which one of us is adam carolla and which one's dr drew i don't uh i don't know but you guys should just make a a cool version of it or some shit i don't know but no you guys gave me good advice i appreciate it yeah and and i i think i agree before i before i give myself the thing i would say is is actually sit down with yourself you don't have to do it here but actually think through like what is the worst thing that could happen and then always follow it up with and then what and then what and 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 it's like and eventually and and fully just think to yourself what the worst thing could be because i think people get into this thing where they sort of catastrophize where it's like and then i'll be so hurt and then this and it's like and they end there as opposed to like and then what yeah because it'll like be i'll be like upset for like a day or whatever and then i'll be like oh i don't give a shit so yeah, look, you, you're a social worker who works with teenagers. Like, what is the <laughs> worst thing like that? Can, like, you're not like, oh, I work at like, I work at like, you know, Bausch and Loam or like I work at, I work at like <laughs> Xerox in like, I, like I haven't talked to somebody that like wasn't at a country club since like 1983. It, it's like you... You've got life experiences. Like I don't, I don't think that a rejection is going to knock you off of your stride. I really don't. I <laughs> yeah, that is. I that really is don't. True. That so is like, true. I mean, yeah. I, I will say I don't get cussed out by the kids a lot anymore. Um, you know, the kids love me. Ninety-five percent of them, they love, they just adore yeah. me. Like, because I'm fine. And the thing is. If you can, if you can get teenagers to like you as an adult, like you're like, there are so few adults that can do that. Like, seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's mm. very, it's hard to do, like, and you have to be very um, sarcastic, like, it's a very, it's I don't know, I just am very good at working with teenagers, probably because I was such a badass kid, right? So, like, I love, like, and I love helping them. Like, I would love to go to the detention center and be like, listen, dude, if you don't stop fucking smoking weed, I know you want to smoke, but they're going to fucking place you, put you in placement. <laughs> like, yeah. I would just be real. Yeah, you, like, you of all people telling people to lay off the weed is kind of wild to me. I, well, I always have to tell, like, and no, that's why I kids, No, they're so kids, much. these kids, they're on dabs now. And I'm I, sorry, I know, dabs I know, are I know, satanic. I know. Just... Dabs are <laughs> absolutely... No, look, I'm just saying it's like it's way too strong. Well, the only reason I have to tell them that, right, is because like their uh, probation officers would be like, well, they need to be they need to test positive. They need to test clean. I'm like, they, they fucking didn't even have a drug charge. Like, so why do they have to take drug tests? Because they'll hold kids for like a dirty yeah. urine for like weed. No, so like, like to be clear to everybody in the in the chat, like, no, no, like, like this is re- like real talk. Like, you know, like if these kids fail a drug test, like it's going to be real bad for them, right? Like, it's yeah. So, like, it's it's not like you have an like you're opposed to weed. It's like it, it's like you're working within a system that like that you have very little input over, and and you're trying yeah, to like I'm look like, out. Listen. I'm like, listen, I'm trying to defend you, right? Like, just stop yeah. smoking. But like, look, I used to do, like, I used to intern and do a lot of work with, like, public defense stuff. And it's like, yeah, like, a lot of people, it's like, look, I, I understand where you're coming from, man. But I tell you for a fact, a judge is not going to understand that. And so you have to, like, you have to keep them from being their own worst enemy, 
right? Yeah, it's it's hard. It's definitely hard. I mean, I'm kind of like glad I'm in like in a bigger like I'm in kind of I'll be in like a different type of setting now because I'm like writing programming, but I, you know, I love those kids. But you know, like they're kids. So that's why I shouldn't be afraid to No. Just just look, I, that's what I'm saying. Like just how would I put this? Like th- there's nothing I I really don't think that you go that you live a life that is as sheltered that like a rejection is is going to send you over the edge. I really oh, yeah, don't. No. no. And, and so like you said, I mean, really, what are you afraid of? And really, you know, and I don't think as a, at a public setting, I don't necessarily know, like in a, you know, like a, a call-in show, it's maybe the best place. But like, you know, on your own, sit down and really ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? Like, and, and really play that through in your head and, and, and just and keep going. If it gets bad, just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. And finally, you'll get to a point where it's like, most likely... You'll, you'll just be like, yeah, and then and then I'll just keep going with my life, right? It's it's what I yeah. do when I think about like like oh god, and then I'm gonna have to do this and this, and it's gonna be so terrible. It's like, well, what's the worst that can happen? It's like, ah. yeah, I mean, I've been through fucking hell and back like 50 million times, so it's like I just you know what really helps me though, and maybe the listeners who didn't stop listening because they got annoying because they got annoyed with me, but. Uh, if you yell at yourself in a mirror sometimes, or you just like, sometimes I gotta be like, Maria, shut the fuck up. Stop. Just do, like, why are you being like this? Just do it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta say, like, look, everybody, you need to psych yourself up. That's, that's the reality. You just gotta, like, just, just pump yourself up, get, get, like, worked up, and just, like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to, to go for it. Yeah, no, like, you All just know, right. you mm-hmm. need that moment. Yeah, you gotta mm-hmm. get hyped. You gotta be your own What music girl. should I listen to while getting hyped? Some really negative shit. Listen to like Griselda. No. Just... Oh, okay. Sweet. Free Bird. Let's go. <laughs> no. Free Bird is making a huge comeback. Maria Maria is gonna listen to Griselda way before she listens to Free Bird. Um, oh, yeah. Or, or No Cool Flow by Anya. Just... <laughs> Anya. Well, Maria, right, thanks guys. a lot. Of it. You know, yeah, it's it's great yeah, talking to you. And uh, let me know. I mean, you got my number. You, let me know how it goes. I will. All right. All right I'll talk to you guys it. later. Yeah. Bye. Right. Bye. You, okay. Uh, we're going to take Snarf. And sorry to keep you waiting so long to vote, Rose. I just uh, wanted to make sure that people who hadn't um, yeah. spoken yet got a chance to speak. What's up, buddy? What's up, Snarf? What's going on? I feel like. I feel like such a degenerate listening to you too, because oh, I, I I would because I would get I would give totally different advice, and I don't know maybe it's because I'm I, I might be a sociopath or I just might be a, mm-hmm. a a sex maniac or something's wrong with me. But like I would never give that advice if Maria what Maria should do if Maria really doesn't care and she can get over it in a day is just be upfront. Like, what what is the ultimate objective of relationships, right? The uh, you, you We all want something, right? You either want, like, companionship, or you want sex, or maybe you want a free meal, or maybe you want someone to come and check, check, change the battery in your, in your smoke detector. Like, there's a million things we want from each other, but we need to just be upfront about it and just be like, okay, well, this is what I want. And the easiest way to do it, Maria, my advice to you, Throw a box of condoms at him. 
Oh my god. Call it. No, here's, no, here's what you do. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody needs to change the batteries in your smoke detector. What you do is you start releasing carbon monoxide into his apartment. Listen, there's so tons then of it women starts beeping. And then he's like I, and, and then you could be like, look, I used to do repair at like Honeywell. So I know all about these. And that's how you get into his house. And guess what? He's he's high as he's off on his ass on like carbon monoxide. He's like forgetting things. It's like you've got it. You're sold. This is evil advice. Don't do this. It's like that guy on TikTok who's like, like, look, fellas, like, I'm going to teach you how to pick up women in an evil way. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm playing. But yeah, you're I, oh, also don't throw condoms at a guy. It's, it's a little forward. So, so I have a I have a question for both of you, because this okay. is something that's happened a few times and it's led me to friend zone women. And mm-hmm. the other day I was I was downtown and there was a guy who's. I live in New York, so he's he's from out of town, and I always I always take all the out of towners with a salt with a grain of salt because I don't take what they say seriously. But we had this whole discussion, and he goes, "Herpes is not a big deal." And I've had women come out to me, and they've told me things like, "Hey, listen, you know, I like you, you know, this is going in a certain direction. I really whatever, whatever, but you know, I have herpes," and. I have always immediately said no. Like I, I, I don't care how attractive they are. I don't care if the vibe is good. I am just not going to do it because I just don't feel like I want to explore the pain of having those kinds of things at this point in life, right? Or at any point in my life. So what I wanted to ask the two of yous was basically this. Is herpes more normal than the way I'm perceiving it. And I, I think, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not, I, I understand where the question is coming from, but I don't think that's exactly the right question. I think what the question is that you're really asking is, is it okay for me to say no to somebody for that reason? Should I feel bad? And the answer is no, you can reject anybody for any reason you want to not feel bad. Absolutely. About it. I, literally I would, I would right. agree with that hundred yeah. percent. And I would say that Especially with something like herpes, like, because the thing is, herpes is not contagious. Like, I mean, it is contagious. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's not contagious unless it's, um, like, symptomatic. Unless they're having an outbreak. Yeah. And, and so that's... An outbreak. The, the, yeah. And, and so if somebody is... Look, to be clear, if somebody is forward enough to you to say, look, I have herpes, then most likely they're not going to have... They're not going to be hitting on you when they have an outbreak. But... Mm. I, I don't necessarily know if I would 100% trust somebody I just met with that, right? It's like, it, like I, I do think that it's it's something you have to kind of like have a little more trust with the person because like it is a big deal, right? I mean, it, it is an incurable disease, right? Regardless of um, of how people of like the severity of it, it is still like incurable. Um, so. You know, you, you do have to take that into account. Same thing with like HPV, right? Um, so, like, there, yeah, there, here's you, the, you have yeah, the issue with HPV. Here's the thing: like, I don't know if it's like really necessary to get into the um, the weeds with, because I mean, like, everybody before the H, the uh, what was the I forget the name of the vaccine for HPV, but before Gardasil. that came around, like, yeah, 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 Gardasil. Like, almost everybody had it, right? Um, but I don't think that that's really even necessary to talk about like, well, you know, what, like uh, when, when do outbreaks happen or like how many people have it or uh, 
we yeah. don't really have to talk about that because the, the answer is is it's the same question that people will ask about uh you know somebody who um somebody who like is just like not the body type that i'm attracted to ask me out maybe they're big yeah. or maybe they're, they're too skinny or whatever but they asked me out and i said no i kind of feel weird about it because i feel like that's shallow and superficial or this one is a uh, a pretty big one um uh you know like a it'll be like a um a white guy that says like oh you know like a black girl asked me out and i said no should i feel bad about that or vice versa you know a white woman said that like a black dude asked her out she's not really tried to the black dudes and the answer is like is it is it racist well i mean it, it is very i think like based on on racial preferences could you say it's a little bit racist possibly is it okay yeah yeah you don't yeah. have to here's the thing you don't have to date somebody that you're not attracted to or that you just don't like you don't feel that kind of chemistry with and, yeah. and by the same token i don't understand and this is where like you, you know how annoyed i am by desirability politics the the idea that you should not only pursue somebody who is very clearly not into you but then make them feel bad for not being into you like they're they're failing society in some way i find that so fucking weird yeah, it's like you know what I mean. Like I was, I was very unattracted to you with you until you sent me that like lec or until you sent me that like thought piece article about how this is based in imperialism. Imperialism. And now, yeah. now all of a sudden, I'm like attracted to you. It's like nobody cares. Nobody cares. Okay. Okay. So well, how about how about another type? Of here's here's the thing. Like, like for me, it's for me, it's a matter of like have some self respect. Just because would, the yeah, yeah. have some self respect. Like, like you shouldn't you shouldn't want to go like begging people and trying to like coax them into wanting to be with you if they're not attracted to you find whatever works for you find somebody who is attracted to you yeah and find somebody you're attracted to right like and and the, the way i put it is like we don't live in like the mind palace of discourse like sometimes if you get a little too like because there are very rarely do we have these kinds of conversations outside of like twitter where it's like this is the worst place to have that conversation where it's like is it possible that like, yes, like not wanting to date black people or not wanting to date white people, is that racist? Sure, maybe you could say that. But at the end of the day, if you don't want to date him, you don't want to date him. And and you don't mm. owe that to anyone to date somebody. Like you don't have to undo the years of, of bias that the media has had towards white people who are just not that cool. <laughs> We wear, like, we can't pull off any kind of head. <laughs> you don't have to pity data, is all I'm saying. Okay, but but, but think yeah. about it this way, right? Like, I get a couple of drinks in me. There's a girl who likes me. I sleep with her, and then I just kind of blow her off over a course of a week or two. At that point, what do you think about that? What do you mean? I, yeah, meaning I take advantage of her and, and you know I know she has she has some kind of deeper aspiration for the you're, relationship you're not taking advantage of her here's, no. here's the thing All here's right. another thing that really annoys me like people are grown ups as long as, as here's the thing as long as you're an as, if you're able to uh, drink alcohol vote uh, go to another country and kill people on behalf of the state that you represent as long as you can do those or three do things. Or do it in this country too, you know. I mean, or like, do it in this like, country, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but like as long as, you, as long as you're legally eligible to do those things, you're an adult and you're responsible for your own decisions. So, whatever it is that you were hoping was going to happen with somebody else, even if they agreed to it and they, and they rescinded, they're like, nah, you know what? That's not what I actually want. You just gotta you gotta wear the L. You just gotta wear the L on your chest and keep it moving. 
That's it. Yeah, and that's and I think that's the important thing. You're like, is it okay for me? And, and it's like to take advantage of them. And, and the ultimate thing I said is, are there's, yeah, is, there's no such thing as quote unquote she, being taken advantage yeah. of unless you were like, unless you were just like not of sound mind, like you had aphasia from being kicked in the head by a horse or something. Like, no, you didn't get taken advantage of. You expected no. something to happen that didn't happen. And it didn't happen. And and you were in that moment, you were willing to have Holy sex. shit. I think I think I'm developing a conscious. <laughs> no, I, mean, <laughs> well, I, I would always advise against that. And, and the thing I would say is like, I mean, look, if you're like, look, I don't want to have to go. Like, I know this girl. She's like really into me and I don't want to like break her heart. So I'm not going to do it. It's like, then that's fine. You don't have to do it. Like, I'm not going to yeah. be here like, no, bro, you should fucking you should fucking hit, 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 tap that. It's like, no, no. Like, like that is a a determination you come to yourself, but understand that at no point are you taking (laughs) advantage of her. The only thing, like the only way you're taking advantage of her is you are taking advantage of the fact that she wants to have sex with you, to have sex with her. And, and it's like, of course, so like, it, like if somebody, yeah, so, but you, you obviously haven't had your tires slashed. Well, you will eventually pay for it. You will eventually pay for it. No, I mean, people the, are pretty crazy. Is, no. so, okay. You, you don't, you really don't want to talk to me about uh, things that will happen when somebody who expects something from you doesn't get it from you and the repercussions of that i'm probably like the last person you want to bring that conversation to but what i will say is that 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 doesn't actually say anything about you i'm not going to go with the whole like yeah that's the thing i'm not going to go with any i'm I'm never going to go with any kind of narrative that like women are crazy i'm not because I think in a lot of ways. I don't, I don't think it's women it, are crazy. I think people yeah. are crazy. I, I don't think it's just. It's, see, I, I don't, I don't think, think it's either. I think that by women. saying that. No, hold up. I think that by saying that you you let people off the hook for their own behavior. So it's like they do something completely unreasonable and unacceptable, and it's like you got to just write it off. Like, oh, you know, like, you know, people are crazy. No, no, it's it's actually not okay. It's not okay to like slash somebody's tires or break their window or egg their house or any of that shit. It, no. Like it, what it is is that they've reverted to a complete juvenile state because they can't deal with not getting what they want. They're throwing a temper tantrum, and I'm sorry, but like adults don't get to do that. So no, no unfortunately, like I, I understand where you're coming from, but I, I yeah, I don't like the I don't like doing the people are crazy thing. I don't like doing the women are crazy thing because most women I know are not like that at all. And the ones who I have known who are like that, I don't have any kind of a friendship or relationship with. Yeah. I, those people get cut out of my life. Right. Like, you know, like, again, like I, again, I'm a schemer, but like, if you're going to do a revenge scheme, it's got, it's can't be something insane like that. You have to do like, yeah, again, you have to commit fully to it in a way that's not criminal. Like that's just insane. Right. And I think here's the thing. I don't want to like go fully into like, you know, slashing your tires. Cause that's like, obviously like really stepping across bounds. Right. But I would say to a lesser extent, right. Like there, you know, understand that there will be, especially if this woman is in your social circle, there will be blowback. Right. Of course. Like she is going to have, if you, if you know that you're going to hurt her feelings, there will be social blowback. And it's like, you have to be willing to deal with that right like as an adult you have to be willing to deal with that and if you're not willing to deal with that then don't hook up with her right that's that's the reality of it um and and so just not to go too crazy there right but the but to kind of underline what we've been saying the whole for since the start it's like no you don't 
You are in no way taking advantage of her in this situation, other than the fact that she wants to have sex with you. That's it. That's and that is not taking advantage. That's just you making taking that somebody up on their offer. They're taking somebody up on that offer, right? Like maybe you're not willing to go a hundred percent with them. Like if they're going to read something more into this than that you here's, are. Well, here's the other thing too. Like one way to just to just really sort of like. Um, offer any sort of like blowback for things not going the way they want it's just like just explain very clearly to them what it is for you and that's pretty much it and if they're okay with it they're okay with it and if they're not they're not um like i I would say that that's sort of one way to mitigate the worst possible effects but i think at the end of it like people are adults and if they cannot communicate their if they can't communicate like what their intentions are clearly and can't take no for an answer then then they should not be engaging in adult relationships in my opinion I would agree with that. Yeah. And, and part of it is like, you know, you're supposed to be, I, I agree with you there. Cause it's, I, I like what you said about reverting back to a, like a childlike state. Cause I, I do think that is something that, that people do. Right. I mean, you see this all the time, especially with like, people will like, especially now with like a lot of accusations online where it's just like people go through such effort. Like, I know Q and I were talking about the guys from, uh, what's that show? Um, fe- uh, fresh, oh, fi- fresh and, uh, fit fresh, and fresh fit? or fresh and fit, fit and fresh. fresh. Yeah. Fresh and fit. Okay. Fit I, and I, fresh. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah but Myron, like, yeah. Myron's bitch ass over at fresh and fit. I just want to say this really quick about fresh and fit off break. That show is the biggest show for cowards and i know and i and i don't even have to go into why i will just simply leave it at the point of you have women on the show and the minute they give you any dissent you kick them off you fucking pussy (laughs) like like how is it that no no this is what i want to get this out like how is william f buckley on the mclaughlin group more of a brave than you he yeah No, the, the the thing I was trying to just say, though, is that it's like when you saw with that, where it's like all of a sudden people were going, you know, look, I don't like Fresh and Fit. I think they're assholes. Like, I, I personally think they're kind of like awful people. But oh, no, no, they are awful because no, no, they Myron, are. They're awful. But the point no, I want to add say, one. I want to add one point before you start on that. Myron, I swear to God, has the personality of the guy you just you banned in the chat. Too. And I just want to get that out. Moving on. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, and, and and the thing is, like, and this actually has to do with Myron, so, yeah. hey. Um, when, you know, it's like people were saying, like, oh, well, you know, like, she, like, basically the entire accusation that she came out with online was that they, like, he asked her to go to dinner with him. They went to dinner. They went back to his apartment. He kissed her, and then they, she said, I don't want to do anything else, and then he didn't drive her home. That was it. That was the whole thing. And people were going over and over and agonizing like, well, you know, he should have like understood that she was like not comfortable in this oh, situation. Oh, I know what's going on here. This, and he should have done that. And it was just he, like, and it's like, no, but the point I'm trying to say is that it, it's like people are reverting to a, like a childlike state of like, well, no, Rory, this woman Rory, is 19. Rory, can I? No, no, let me finish. No, like the the thing I'm trying to say is that yes, it's like you're reverting to a childlike state where it's like you are no longer an adult, right? It's like, no, you're 19 years old, you have a phone, you're in contact with your friends, you're you can call an Uber at any time. And the time in which you said, I don't want to continue this, he stopped. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it's like, but he also like, doesn't like. He also doesn't have any further obligations. He has no, and, and she's like, "Well, he should have driven her home. She stranded her." And it's like he's she's a mile away in downtown yeah, R- Miami. Like it, it's it's R- like, you're, but but that's the thing. This is what I've been saying for the longest, and Q has heard me say this in one capacity or another. We the discourse of modern like. The modern romantic discourse online, I would at one point say, oh, it's just, it got too feminized. But I got older and wiser and realized this is what's happening. The people who in media, again, the professional managerial class theory I keep putting out there, it's, that's who is the one normalizing this shit and causing everyone to dial back towards in just this infantilized way of being. And one of the ways I know it is kind of going back to, yes, I'm sorry for the ladies who called earlier. This is ex- your examples of what I'm talking about. This idea of this e- e- entirely not built on any real ideas how men are just, it's, it's just, it's not built on any sort of like reality or built off any idea of, of men that isn't like incredibly idealistic or just kind of well of course because the only okay so here's when i okay when i talk about referring to a childlike state or like reverting okay you ever heard you ever heard the phrase what got you here won't get you there oh like no 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 i agree i agree okay yeah yeah so let, let me finish so the coping mechanisms that generally get you to where you are especially like the ones that you employ in childhood okay so for example my coping mech i have two i know like uh, two very consistent coping mechanisms um, that got me through childhood. Cause like I was like small, I was like skinny. I got, I got picked on a lot. Um, so uh, it was a couple of things. One was like learning how to fight. Uh, and that was, that was really just like to, to stop like bigger guys from beating up on me. And the number two, and this went for like w- both boys and girls was learning how to be really, really mean like learning how to say the thing that's actually just going to hurt somebody and probably make them cry. And while that gets me through like not getting jumped, uh, like on say like on a, on a bus ride or at the subway or whatever, or like walking down the, walking down the wrong street. Um, and it gets me through like not being like picked on by my classmates. It doesn't really help me in like my adult life there's really no reason for i me, see exactly though, like, what you're saying you've probably seen me be very mean to people like on like social media and Dude, you've been mean to me at least say, once after i say something really mean i, I do kind of feel bad afterwards i'm like uh i didn't really have to do that but um i i you know, it's but it's so, so, so hold on so hold on hold on so the, the the thing with what i'm talking about earlier is that um a lot of people I don't think recognize that the coping mechanisms that got them into adulthood are no longer like the situations I got, like they were in, in childhood, they're no longer applicable. So just like I said earlier, just because you've had like bad experiences with people prior, like when um, Allison was, was up here earlier, just because you had bad experiences with, with, uh, with people prior, doesn't mean you get to take out those, the effect of those experiences on other people that didn't do anything to you. And so to your point right now, uh, I don't know that it's a thing about the professional managerial class per se. I think a I lot think of it's it, an element, it is, not the whole thing, just element. Sure, right. But I don't think it's being driven by a particular class. I think it's just sort of like a, a broad societal issue. And that's that a lot of people will simply revert to the coping mechanisms that they were able to most rely on during the formative period of their lives. 
And unfortunately, it doesn't work in adult relationships. But there's actually a lot of work that I've had to do on myself to be able to fix that. Like one thing, for example, like one thing, for example, that, um, you know, I, I said to my wife is that, you know what? I'm just not going to raise my voice like ever again. I should like, I should not raise my voice to you. I shouldn't raise it. My well, voice you know, the shouting is else. abuse, Q. We, we have learned. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, this, but Q, yeah. this is what I'm talking yeah. about. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I agree and understand exactly. But this is what's frustrating me. It's like, oh, yeah. this is the part where it's frustrating. I agree with everything you are, are mm-hmm. saying. Yes, yes, yes. What's annoying me is in the discourse about gender you know, men and women, all these different things. And now people are starting to bring up the, oh, men are dropping out of society, you know, discourse or getting thrown into the mainstream. My whole thing, and I've said this for ye- for the longest, and I think people are starting to catch on is, why are you shocked that guys are, quote unquote, dropping out of society when what you just said, the whole thing of people reverting back is becoming the norm in the mainstream discourse? If that's what you have to deal with just with the mainstream discourse, no well, wonder. What do you mean by mainstream discourse, though? Yeah, like what? I mean. Okay, you. Yeah, like, question, I, I don't, there, I don't think there that there's. Main, here's yeah. the thing. Is there a mainstream, right? What is the mainstream of, of American discourse? Right? Okay, let me dr- or let me drive let, let me try a different way of describing it. Liberal cultural hegemony would be a better way of describing it. Would would that be a better way of putting it? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean I, I think that the problem is that it's look, at the end of the day, I, I think that there's What remains a... of the of the cultural hegemony? What <sighs> remains of it? I, I, well, I just here's think the thing: it's... cultural cultural hegemony is really like I don't know that this is really applicable in this situation because cultural hegemony is something that is like at force enforced by violence, and then because the fear of violence is so widespread and so widely known, then people simply don't do the thing that can cause a violent reaction. And after having not done the thing for so long that could cause a violent reaction, we simply take it as normal that we don't do that thing. So we just don't do that thing without questioning it at all. And oh no, the, no, no! The necessity that, of like the necessity of like threatening violence then disappears. Yeah, but it's just confusing to me because I'm looking at this whole thing. My, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is how are there so many like women online wondering why there are so many guys taking so many bad and so much objectively bad advice because they're not actually wondering but no 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 let me finish what i was going to say my question is why are you wondering at when the only alternative you're giving is basically stuff that we've watched fail it's like it's like when i would it was it would be like when one of my like older cousins would like girl cousins would tell me do x y and z type of behaviors as a boy growing up and i would get older and i would see all the guys who did that stuff not work but you, but the thing is that they're not they're not actually wondering, right? In the same way that you're not actually wondering. Like, you actually have the answer, but you're phrasing it as a question. Which is? Which is why do they think like this when, and then you explain the exact reason why you think that's exactly why they do it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's sort of the same way where it's like, why are men doing this advice when the answer is so simple and the answer is this? And it's like, okay, so you're just saying this is the answer. You're not actually asking a question. No, 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 no. What I'm asking is, we both know the answer. Why are we keeping this discourse going to pretend it's not the answer? I'm frustrated because it's like, we all know it. Because you fundamentally disagree with what the answer is. 
but when the answer is just objectively true, it's just like it's like what me to argue you with. it's objectively true, but to others it may not be objectively true, right? It is. I mean, at the end of the day, like I don't think, for example, I, I genuinely don't think that like liberal cultural. I, I think that the ultimate, the actual liberal cultural hegemony, such that it exists, is the idea that somehow culture impacts everything. Right. It's like culture is so critical. It's like it doesn't really matter. No, that is right? actually like, interesting way of looking at that. Oh, hmm. And that's what I'm saying. It's like like this doesn't really matter. And I think that's why I for me personally and like, look, I, I don't want to be like criticizing you or anything because it's like, look, oh, no, I no, I think like that, too. And, and, and the realize was like, well, hold on. Like, who is telling me that culture is so important? The people who sit around all day just consuming culture. Right. Media people, people watching TV, people writing about TV, people reacting to TV. And, and so it's like I, I don't actually think that media really matters. Like I don't like I, I don't necessarily. I just like it's, it's the vibe that's fucking with me. It's like, why is this like it's it's. This OK, whole... I, I'm going to okay, say I'm going to say one thing, dude. You really got to let go of the idea that people have to like there's something wrong with people if they don't see your logic or have your outlook on the world like people are just like everyone's going to be raised with their own experiences and have their particular outlook on the world and it's going to make sense to them it's going to be completely logical to them and one thing that one thing that like i i um I, I guess like this is the thing that i don't understand and i understand where it comes from for other people but for me it's just not how i operate or move at all and that's that I, I really do not care what somebody else's politics are. I really don't care what other people's beliefs are. I don't care what their attitudes towards a particular thing. I just don't care. It doesn't occupy any space in my mind whatsoever because I've, I've got enough going on upstairs as it is. I and agree. the thing about that, hold, hold up. But the thing about that, it's, it's the same tendency, though, as people who say something like, oh, I would never date somebody who's not a socialist. Or, oh, I, I could never like uh, talk to a Trump voter. Or... Um, you know, my parents, uh, I don't know, my parents don't believe in Palestinian liberation. And it's just like that none of that is anything that you have any control over whatsoever. And by putting those like by making their politics your business or by making their ideas your business, it's like sitting around hoping to like professor X your way into like Un like unifying people's ideology it's never going to happen this isn't something I, you really I need agree. to spend any time dwelling over oh no i have actually and, and thought and it I over say... but here's the thing here's the thing why it's been a, a an obsession of mine this is why and i'm not saying this to excuse it this is just i'm agreeing i should rework it but this is how i got to the point where i'm now leaving i before i got into the whole like left circle of all these different groups I used to write with some of those media people and I know how they think. And that's mm -hmm. why my brain is still like kind of wired in theirs. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard of this one writer online by the name of Valerie complex or, um, or Clark Keisha mm -hmm. Kent. Yeah. I know. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They're my old co they're my old coworkers. They know who I am just off my voice. Mm -hmm. They'll know it's me. <laughs> They'll be like this motherfucker right here. Like, yeah, Q, if you hear them start writing stuff about you in the next few weeks, just know it's because they found out you know me. Whatever, dog. I really don't, I don't, I don't care. But you are both right. You are both right. You're both right. What I would say is, how do I put it? Um, one of the things I really like about this show, right, and, and just in general and something I've been trying to do in my life more is just listen to people and, like, actually listen to people, 
right? Mm-hmm. Actually, actually, like sit down and, and think about what they're saying. And, and it really is incredible how much, you know, there's, you know, I'm a lawyer and there is a very famous piece. There's a very famous uh, lecture. It's called like the 10 rules of cross-examination, right? And one of the, there's like the 10 commandments of, of cross-examination because you got to get the, the biblical imprimatur there. Um, and one of them is always listen to what the witness is saying, because more often than not, lawyers, like even incredibly talented lawyers, won't listen to what a witness is saying. And, it, and it's incredible. They will, people will say the most interesting things in the world, but you'll be too busy sitting in your own head, formulating your own answer. Mm hmm. Right. You're too busy thinking about how you're going to respond to it or how you're going to show that they're incorrect instead of just sitting there and actually thinking like, wow, like, what are they saying? What what makes them tick? I I know we talked about this with uh, with Allison earlier about actually like not like not, you know, like listen to women. It's like, no, listen to. Yeah, it's Urban Younger, uh, uh, the Ten Ten Commandments of of Cross-Examination. I think it's on YouTube. Um, it's, it's great advice just generally for how to, like, you know, command a presence when you're when you're interacting with people. But, you know, it, it's the idea of, like, don't just listen to women generally. Listen to that particular person across from you. Don't come into, yeah, KDOT, exactly. Don't come into this situation thinking that, you know, don't come in with, like leave your preconceptions. Don't think, aha, like this guy thinks X, Y, and Z. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to get him into this. Cause what will end up happening is they won't actually say what you think. And then, you know, you're off to the races. This happens Q. This happens all the time with us where people will like, I can tell that they're having an argument with somebody else who isn't me. And okay. it's, it's very like, I like there's this woman is like, you're just, I remember I got into this fight and she's just like, you're such a racist and a sexist. And I'm sitting there like, okay, Roy, and, and it's one like, part of this. You're not including that kind of makes this whole thing. Why I have this, have to think ahead so many times I argue with women who will pull a gun on you. Okay. But like, like they do here don't... in the state, this is what I deal with here. Women here this in Michigan are armed. They will pull a gun on you if you no, I, if they I give know. you no shit. I mean, I, I, I used to live in Idaho. Like, I'm aware. Uh, mm, I'm no, no, no. I mean, like, like full on, like, long no, dude, guns come on. on you. <laughs> yeah, but, like, the thing I'm trying to say is that is to sit down and to just listen to people, right? Just, I like, don't, like, this has nothing to do. Like, you're not getting into fights with people. You're not, like, getting... Because at the end of the day, what is a fight going to do but either get you in jail, get you shot, or or just at the end of the... And not even that. Like, that's the most extreme. More likely, it's just going to put you in a bad mood. That was the big thing that I realized. Like, why am I I'm a black man in America. I was born in a bad mood. (laughs) Yeah, but like, you know, you don't... Exactly. Like, you don't have to make your mood worse by getting into into fights with people and and more often than not people will say things that are that are interesting right and, and that you're able to actually respond to them and and, no, and I will say, i'm not red oh sorry they mean to they mean to cut you off i just wanted to make sure that we um we did get to one but yeah sorry go ahead finish your sentence Rory. 
the, the point I'm trying to say, yeah, exactly. Don't like, don't get in debates. Just listen to them, and then actually, like, for example, one of the things that really got me started is that there was an Ash Sarkar piece. Uh, maybe we'll link it. I don't know. Yeah. When I'm done saying this, where she was talking about Andrew Tate, right? And uh -huh. she's like the feminist response to Andrew Tate. And there was a point where she's like, you know, Andrew Tate, he's filling men with these lies, you know, and he's saying all this hateful stuff. And it's like, and yeah, men aren't in it in like men in the dating, like, you know, he's saying that like women and minorities and, and gay people are, are, are like the reason why you're alone. And it's like, yeah. And guess what? You're not like as a white man, like, or like as a privileged man, you're not allowed to like date people. You're not allowed to like be able. Yeah, there you go. Q landed. It's like, you're not allowed to like, yeah, it's not as easy for you to pick up women. It's like, oh, so what you're saying is Andrew Tate is right. And it's like, hold on. And, and it's like, well, no, no, no. And it's like, no, but that is right. You, what you've done is you've basically said that Andrew Tate is everything that Andrew Tate says about like, like the reason why you can't get a date is correct. Right. Like, and she doesn't necessarily explicitly state it, but reading the article, if you go through it, it's like the thing, the only thing she really points to other than like a broad critique of, of capitalist society, which is like, okay, well, nobody's changing that in the near term. Right. The only thing she points to is it's like now women, because of feminism, they're empowered and they don't have to put up with your shit anymore. Yeah. And now LGBT people, like they don't have to put up with, with who you are. And it's like, okay, so what you're saying is that Andrew Tate is right. And that's a good thing. And it's like, I, and the thing is, I actually disagree with at, at that very core. Like I don't, I genuinely don't think that gay men being able to get married is why you're unable to date women. Right. It's like, in fact, if anything, that's probably clearing out the dating pool a little bit for you as, as one, as a, a constant point of the show, we have often said that there are only eight lesbians in the world. In the world, almost, yeah. there's only there's, all, there's there's like eight lesbians in the world. There's like a mil. Every yeah. woman is bi, and there's eight lesbians. Whereas there's like six bi guys, and of which Q is one, and then like a million gay guys, right? Like it, it's just reverse. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm being facetious, but it's like like no. What you've done is you've you're you're so busy caught up like kind of projecting yourself as like this is like you know we're like we're 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 showing these privileged men what's up where it's like, no, but all what you don't realize is that Andrew Tate has been listening to you and he's responding to you. And, and because you're not actually listening to him, because you're not actually, because you're engaging with a fight with someone else that isn't him, you're missing his point And you're actually, unfortunately making his point for him ultimately. Right. And, and that's mm -hmm. why I say always listen to people because people will say things they'll make these details and, and i don't even have to argue with ash sarkar's article because it's like you you it's already agree with andrew tate it's self-evident all like i mean from the very first sentence i don't know why i'm writing this everybody knows my my opinion on this it's like yeah of course so why are you writing it and that's like i mean i guess to get a check i mean good on you like i'm not gonna get down on you for that like hey everybody's gotta everybody's gotta make a living right but but the point I'm trying to say is that your ability to uh, like the thing is I, people were talking about in the chat. I know I'm, I'm yammering on here and I will end this, but people were talking about like debate bros and it's like, you're right. Debate bros are really annoying. And the reason why they're annoying is because the best way to debate somebody and the only way to debate somebody 
in order to do it effectively is you have to actually listen to them, not just to what they're saying explicitly, but also implicitly, right? You know, like what, and, and really dig into what they are saying and, and, and really try to get an understanding of who they are. Cause that's the only way you'll ever win a debate or, and, and you will never win a debate, by the way, debating is completely mm. pointless and you shouldn't do it. But the only way you can ever move the needle in any way, in any kind of actual discourse is to fully understand and flesh out what your opponent is actually saying. And, and I think that's my big advice for all of this, right? If you're on a date, listen to the person, right? Don't, mm -hmm. don't come in and say, women are like this, men are like this, you know, don't, because the person sitting across from you is not women. Women. The person yeah. sitting across from you is not men. Uh, I'll, I'll put, it, I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. Like uh, my, my, my friend, Rennie, ab like absolute clarity. He, he put this one into absolute clarity when he said, people act like any nigga is every nigga. You know what I mean? And that's just not the way it works. The, the, the people you're talking about or the person you're talking about that you have um, broadly ascribed their ideologies or motivations or whatever to all people of that demographic has no bearing on the person that's sitting right in front of you. Yeah, it's the same, you know, like we were talking with Allison and she's like, you know, and I'm not like trying to get down on Allison, but she's like, oh, you know, well, men, you know, women often do this because men like, you know, there's, there's a risk of violence and it's like, okay, that's, that may be true. But in this situation right now, is that what you're really talking about? Right. Hmm. This is the number, like, this is my response to all of this. I'm sorry, this we're getting on a tangent here, but one thing I do want to say, because that did come up and I kind of wanted to circle back to it a little bit, is, is that because men, I think, are quite bad at, at arguing those points. And the point I would say to that is femicide and like, you know, is, like the violence against women, especially in like dating and relationships is very real. It's a thing against men, too, but it is a very real and very present danger for women. But very rarely do I see it invoked in a situation where that's what we're actually talking about. Right. Right. Where it's like, it's like, yeah, but we're not talking about me doing like violent. Like I'm like, we're talking about like a woman being very awkward with me on a date. Right. Like we're not actually talking about violence against women here. Right. It, it, or like, you know, I'll make like example. Somebody was bringing up like somebody called me like inciting violence against women because saying things like women do be having the lecturing gene will lead is the kind of language that leads to like women getting killed. And I'm like, is it though? Is it yeah. like, is, yeah. is that, and, and it's like, no, well, yeah. you're mad at me. Well, about I mean, you, when, you when you say, when, when you bring that into conversations about like, I don't know, like men, first of all, we don't need to have any more conversations about who should pay we just don't it's just no. like whatever fucking works for you find somebody who's okay with you like not, no like, you should both you know you know what it is it's like it's, it's people trying to gamify dating to like to find a strategy to not pay for the date but then the women are just like well men should pay for the date and this is why you got to do this that, and another but the, the regardless what ends up happening is that at some point like femicide enters the conversation and the problem with that is when that happens you've immediately conceded something that is actually insane, which is, so if the, okay. So if men should pay to, to in some, in some way, partially make up for the fact that women risk being killed going out on a date, if that is true, 
What you're also saying is that women are stupid enough to gamble dying over dinner. And I just, no, I just like yeah, your, your, ad, your ass is getting like fucking like grassed over like a fucking Chili's grand. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you're, yeah. You're about to get you. You actually think you're, you're actually getting like dressed up and prettied up and like spritzing the perfume on your palms so that you can run the risk of getting like murked, like found in a steamer trunk over Olive Garden bread. Like, yeah, no, it, no, nobody is doing that. I'm sorry. It's like the same thing where it's like, yeah, I mean, theoretically, like when I go out on a date, like I could get hit by a car, right? I mean, all of these things yeah. could happen. In fact, could probably, happen. I would actually honestly say there's probably a higher chance of you getting hit by a car on the way to your date. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. Maybe that's statistic. I don't know the statistic off the top of my head, but I'd say it's probably given how many like vehicular haunt, like it is it is much more likely. like vehicular accidents it's probably much more likely, likely that you end up yeah. getting into a car accident on your drive to the date than mm -hmm. you end up getting serial killed on the date like yeah. let's be honest here right and and so it's like the thing is when you bring up something like femicide it's just like it it, it brings the stakes of the conversation so high that it's you know what that's like that's ludicrous. like when um yeah. that's like when black people talk about like uh uh, why, hey, why is it that when like a bunch of black people find something like when when a joke lands, they all scatter in opposite directions. They all run in, in different directions, and then somebody will say, "Well, during slavery times, uh, if the master or the plantation overseer saw black people laughing, no, no, it has nothing to do with that whatsoever." Because again, now you're saying that black people during slavery were so stupid that they would run the risk of death or being horsewhipped to crack jokes together in the field. No. That's not why. Shut up. You've just brought a like you've brought the wrong tragedy, like the you've brought the wrong atrocity into the wrong conversation. Everybody was chilling until you showed up with that bullshit. Yeah, like I, I, I would, I, maybe I'm going a little far, but like it's, it's not like Assassin's Creed where we have like genetic memory. It's like no, like it's not like European people are like, oh my god, oh my yeah. god, like, like we can't, we can't be like dealing with these rats. It's like, oh no. It's like no, like, I, I, I definitely think it's, it's a problem with Twitter. I don't think in real life. I, I think if somebody was to actually bring up like, oh, like yeah, women do this on a date, or like some like a funny story about us dating, and someone was like, let me tell you a little bit about the horrors women experience on dates. It's like, like everybody would kind of yeah. go, come on, like come on, man, yeah. like yeah. you wouldn't invite that woman to another party because it's like, oh, she's kind of buzzkill. Oh, geez. Yeah. You know, and but on Twitter, there's this sense that it's you like you can't really disinvite people from the party because unfortunately, like the nightclub bouncer. Well, first of all, they've all been fired. So there's just yeah. there's just no way to excuse those people from the conversation. No. And and it's and the thing is, people get people become I'm sorry, they become one track or one trick ponies and they, they get like they get their hobby horse and then that becomes their whole thing on. Yeah, they and just it's like it off the I, I'm the yeah. I'm the femicide girl. I'm the I'm the like I'm the China everybody guy. has become Moira Donegan in some way, shape, or form. I know, and it's like, dude, like, no, you're just like you're just somebody that like posts a lot, and it's and the thing is, it's like it just it does not. I, I'm sorry, like, there's a certain point where it's like, don't bring this into a convert. Like, you, this is not a conversation about femicide. It really isn't, and by. Mm. And the thing is, at a certain point, it's going to stop. It's going to lose its its like 
provenance, right? Because at a certain point, if you bring it, if you bring up these like real issues enough in regards to like who should pay for a date, like that has nothing to do with femicide. That's just like, mm-hmm. that's just people kvetching about who has to, who has to pay the tab at the end of the night. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. geez, you ordered shrimp. I wouldn't have ordered that, man. Come on. Like it's people kvetching about money, right? It has nothing to do with like women being compensated for the risk of death. Like that's bizarre. Like it, it's such a, it's weird. Like, and and, yeah. and I think that that's just a, I'm sorry. I I think that it's a way of of turning. It's a trump card that is eventually going to lose its its imprimatur. And and because it's like, as I said before, I'm sorry. I'm kind of yammering on. What the point I'm trying to get at is that it is a real issue, but ninety percent of the time you encounter it online, it's not like people aren't actually mad about. That they're mad about something else and using that as a way to raise the stakes. Yeah. Again, me saying women do be having the lecturing gene. I, I may, may, maybe that is actually going to cause somebody to die, but I'm going to need actual proof. I'm not just going to need like, <laughs> I like, like get get me the like the New York Post article, like woman yeah. woman killed in lecturing, like. Like yeah. woman killed in like mid like lecture on a day. I need to see because it's like you can't just say like, oh, this is going to lead to this, which is going to. No, lead what to would this. have to happen is that like you like, you would have to be talking about women be lecturing, and then some woman like drops dead in front of you as a direct result. Like it has to yeah, it has to be tied together. It, yeah. It's like a white woman complaining about something and like a like getting mad at Q and Q being like, it's like this is just Emmett Till all over again. It's like come yeah, on, yeah, like yeah. it's it, unless you are actually doing something unless you're like actually bringing that up it's like no you're just doing this to try to try to guilt me into into like not having a discussion right you're trying to like put in this like i think what you're it's a it's a thought turn it's a conversation stopper you're basically like trying to bring something so like shocking into the conversation that the other person is forced to abandon it I, I agree with that. And I think one other thing is that you're getting really mad and you know you're getting too mad and you're trying to find a justification for how mad. Yeah, you're yeah really good reason why you should be mad. I know. It's like, yeah, because, yeah, no, I think that that's one thing online where I think the number one thing or one of the many things in addition to like the Andrew Tates of the world, there's a lot of issues that guys have. But one issue I think women do have that doesn't really get talked about is the fact that like, the stereotype that women need to calm down. It's like, no, because within every conversation, there is a certain pressure valve that you have where it's like, I'm getting like, and I do this all the time with myself. I'll get like heated in an argument. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't even know why I'm having this argument. I'm getting too mad about something that's like bullshit. I'm just going to let it go. Right. I'm just going to walk off because there's no reason. Whereas I think because people are so convinced that, or because there's like this idea, I don't want to say like this idea because that is like a real thing, but because there is this stereotype that, that like men treat women as being hysterical per se, it's like what they've done is they've taken that pressure valve and like Mm -hmm. banged it closed. So it's like, they'll never back down until they go just so overboard that it's like, like, no, like now you actually need to calm down. Like you're actually going into like really serious territory. So I'm so sorry, Owen, by the way, like we need to let you talk. So I will, I'm going to mute myself now and. It's all good. Go off, bro. You know, you got to say your own thing. 
this y'all so you know still I'm just sitting back here watching y'all enjoying <laughs> like the show. I, I, said, I didn't know we would, I didn't know we would get so personal. I, I was just going towards the topic that every other person was just saying something about their own lives and their own fake girlfriends that they never mentioned. It's it, this is getting real personal. She goes to another. It's getting real personal. <laughs> oh god. She's well, we probably Canada. should. Uh, I was gonna say we probably should wrap it up because we're we're like three, yeah. first of all, like this this went. Uh, this conversation just it was like butter um i i'm sitting here looking at the time and i'm like kind of shocked by how long we've actually been sitting here because it, it did was, not exhaust was, me at all. i was i was like we're gonna get this done by like yeah the yeah, audience yeah, is shocked yeah, as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but uh yeah we probably should get going it's it, uh it, it's coming up on midnight i just want to say first of all like thank you to everybody um who called in and participated yeah. um but we're ending you, on you uh, Owen. yeah yeah uh thanks yeah Thank you very much, Owen. Uh, thanks to everybody in the chat. Um, and just don't forget, we're here every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, which is also 5 p.m. Pacific Time. And if you like us, please support us by tuning into the show and telling your friends about us. Yeah, thank you very much. To, you know, more people on the better. You know, and and like yeah. I see, you know, our chat is really popping off, and it's like there's a lot of people in chat that are like not getting in the conversations. Like, yeah, and the whole point of this show. Is that you get Just to, to have you in the conversation? We'd like to know what you think rather than us, you know, yammering. Yeah, like I know there's like I mean Allison got in and she was she was killing it, right? Like yeah. you know, yeah. do we necessarily agree on everything? Maybe not, but like No, no, no. But yeah, Allison you no, know, Allison definitely like she helped. Everybody out. make sure to yeah, sign yeah, into the show because it helped with their numbers. Right, sign well, like when y'all come into the show, sign in as soon as you can. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Sign into the show or sign, sign into the uh, sign into the app. It costs nothing to download. Doesn't cost anything uh, to download the app or to uh, to get your own account. So yeah, please. I really appreciate that. All right, y'all. Uh, we will see you next week at yeah. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Take it easy. See you later, guys.